0: You done give me confidence, yeah. Uh, baby, please don't make me choose between you and my goons. Mama, I will go for you. You can In case we end up well. Ooh, and we have a beautiful baby girl. She go fight like you. Uh, in case I meet you well. Say you never do. I'll be gentle with you Nothing I cannot do for you As long as it is for you, it's cool Nothing I cannot do for you As long as it is for you, it's cool Hold on,
1: father let my baby you my, yeah. oh, my baby.
0: you yeah. my you my you got me talking shit. Believe me. Yeah. I know I am catching already already See, I'm falling for you already Uh, Catch me if you can, oh baby Uh, In case we end up well And we have a beautiful baby girl She go fine like you Uh, In case I meet you well Say you never do I'll be gentle with you Nothing I cannot do for you as long as, as, long as, as it I is for you, inside. it's cool. I'll be the one for you. One Nothing I cannot do, never you. Don't really have to be if you want to go. Ain't nobody fine like you. Can I be the one for you, one for you? And I feel like I've known you my whole life. feel like I need you in my life. Nobody feel tell me otherwise. This baby will be mine. I feel like I've known you my whole life. Like a Everybody does i I'm a me i everybody I'm 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 i I'm on me, i, I, <three> I
2: know <three> <three> <three>
3: They can tell you waiting for a bullet. But this big party inside my yabule. I went there with my best friend Kule. Kule they there with their girlfriend Shile. Ghetto girls then they like Takasufi. So many pretty girls they inside my mule. I just they wonder say we can party everything Yakba, everything day. Ah, Boucher. I get many girls with them they come from away. AJ boys then they like to throw away. Amosigobe. We just have been fun, we won't carry on Crazy guests like Meg Distanny But my girlfriend they yet they turn me on That's why I Oh I'm, I'm tight Oh lamb Ja Oh lamb tight Oh lambja That's why I Oh lamb tight Oh lamb je Oh lamb tight Oh lamb Jay
4: GIF, good morning to all of our listeners around the world. Logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. For quality music while you work or play, log on to www.qmzradio.com for that good music to help you get through your day. Good morning to everyone listening online on dot Radio.com. Don't forget to go ahead and download that Jano Radio app, J A H K N O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. And of course, I gotta say good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. It is Friday, October 14th, we're almost at the halfway mark for the month. It's Freestyle Friday on the Friday Mix. Thank you so much for joining me for Coffee and Toe, World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on TikTok, Moments with Me Media. And the me and everything is MI. Coming up right after this one with WizKid featuring Tam's Essence, we're going to have the headlines. Stay tuned.
5: Yeah. I give you why needing. I know what you like. I feel it coming. Diamonds are the essence. I tried to teach you, but I need some lessons.
4: Today, we're taking it real easy. We're just gonna listen to some Afro Beats and I'm a piano amidst the madness, aka the news. Hopefully, the music will help you unwind from your week. And get you ready to ease into the weekend.
1: Gelly to needed me. I just wanna let you. Same way, up till the morning. My head wants to turn from your loving. I just wanna get you beside me. Give me all you need. Give
5: me all you need. Give me all you. Give me all you need. Give me all you need. Give me all. You give me all.
1: Make
4: Good morning, everyone. Thank you once again for tuning in online and for everyone here with me on Clubhouse. It's time for us to get started. Here are the headlines we have coming up for you today.
6: One cup of coffee, then I'll go.
4: One cup of
6: coffee, then I'll go. One cup of coffee, then i go. One cup of coffee, then I'll go. One cup of coffee, dinner.
4: On the international scene, quasi Kwarteng out as chancellor. Mini budget backlash. That's what's happening in the UK. In news out of North America, former San Antonio cop charged after shooting teen eating hamburger in parking lot. The teen is now on life support. New York announces its largest fentanyl bust. Two people have been arrested and charged. Parkland school shooter spared from execution for killing 17. According to the police, white male juvenile killed five in North Carolina and in the state of Georgia make or break Walker and Warnock square off in the Georgia Senate debate in health and science news three ways to support someone with breast cancer new study reveals a man's brain changes when he becomes a father. In sports news, Fraser Price and Sharika Jackson nominated for World Athlete of the Year. In the Caribbean corner, Bahamas sends cops to assist TCI. Turks and Caicos Islands crime fight. U.S. and the U.K. also helping. Bermuda says its population is falling. Out of Jamaica, minister says ban on illicit music is not a restriction on free speech. And out of Trinidad and Tobago, labor minister set to review minimum wage legislation. Out of Latin America, UN considers Haiti sanctions targeting gang leader barbecue. And believe it or not, stories... Boutique shop owner in Long Island charged after investigation finds she's been selling fake luxury items. And on the entertainment scene, Kanye and Candace back in the news again. They're in cahoots prior to wearing their White Lives Matter shirt. Sources say Candace is Kanye's chief advisor in his day-to-day life oh, what can i say crazy begets crazy i guess i don't know but we're gonna have the details of these stories and more right after this music break we'll be right back
6: it's the best cool temper. Why you see the bad? Like say so you credit yourself. My brother cool down. No, they worry about tomorrow.
3: I won't let we regret.
6: Nobody will the bottle hey, I want a drink up, drink up, drink up, drink up. Call all drink or drink to the dot com dot go now for those we sleep we up, oh no 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 they I would like to talk about governments And I would like to talk about stress And I would like to talk about traffic And I would like to talk about family and problems And poverty they hold them I those same blessings because surely they'll them If you might, go bless them I think about us, I go, they accept them I know
4: they accept me and I want to know Thank you to everyone listening online on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com Thank you to everyone tuned in also on channelradio.com. And of course, again, thank you to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. I'm Moments With Me. You're listening to Coffee and Toe, World News On The Go. Every Monday through Friday, we do this starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Tomorrow go Coming up right after this, we have the details. It is Freestyle Friday, and in the Friday mix today, we're listening to some Ama Piano and Afro Beats.
6: Those blessings, no the but bless think about us. I go there, I said, I no, they here. I want to know, I do I want to know, I want to to I want to know, I want to know, I want drink up drink drink I no, no, no,
0: no. Neptune Records, DJ Neptune,
6: greatness.
7: Sounds of Neptune.
4: All right, and it's time for us to get into the details, and we're starting off with. Uh, the story out of the UK. So Quasi Quarteng has insisted he's not going anywhere, despite the market turbulence. He admitted was caused in part by his policies. Well, Truss kicked him to the curb. Yes, she did. Um, I I wonder how the citizens in the UK are feeling about him being put to the side. His um time is short-lived i would say yeah asked if he and pm liz truss would still be in their jobs this time next month he had said absolutely 100 percent well he's out mr core Tang also sidestepped questions about whether he would u-turn on parts of his mini budget saying our position has not changed he is facing growing well he faced growing calls from tory mps to rethink his tax-cutting package. Discussions were on the way between the Prime Minister and backbenchers about what the party can expect. The mood among Tory MPs is angry and fatalistic. It's checkmate, we're screwed, one told the BBC. All right, that was swift. Didn't last too long. I wonder if he was acting on his own or was he acting under the advice of a panel and could it be that that panel was strategic to setting up setting him up for failure cuz we can't not think about that right not at all hmm. my mind is probably doing overtime i don't know but It's worth something to think about. For stories out of North America, first up, former San Antonio cop charged after shooting teen eating hamburger in parking lot. The teen is now on life support. This story is courtesy. Story, sorry, is courtesy of BallAlert.com. The officer who shot a teenager in a McDonald's parking lot has been arrested for the shocking incident. Former San Antonio Police Department Officer James Brennan turned himself in on Tuesday and bonded out shortly after. He was fired last week for shooting 17-year-old Eric Cantu as the teen sat in his car at the fast food restaurant with a 17-year-old friend on October 2nd. Neither Cantu nor his friend posed a threat to Brennan, who was responding to an unrelated disturbance call at the McDonald's around 10.45 p.m. When the officer arrived, he gathered information from witnesses, but his attention Turned to the vehicle driven by Cantu that allegedly evaded him earlier in the day. Cantu nor the vehicle were the subjects of the disturbance call. The car also belonged to Cantu. Brennan's body cam footage showed him opening the door and finding Cantu eating a cheeseburger. The teen put the car in reverse and attempted to leave the scene. That is when Brennan opened fire on the young man, shooting 10 rounds, several of which struck Cantu. The passenger was not injured. Brennan was fired from the police department two days later with Chief William McManus calling the officer's sanctions indefensible. He had only been on the force for seven months. Brennan has been charged. With two counts of aggravated assault by a public servant, he is due back in court on November 23rd. Cantu remains on life support with significant brain damage, according to a cousin who reported on his condition. His family has launched a GoFundMe to raise money for his mounting medical expenses. There is no improvement in his condition, the family said in a statement according to AP News. The last two days have been difficult, and we expect more difficulty ahead, but we remain hopeful. So the charges seem a little light, in my opinion. Seven months on the force, you get called to the scene. We spoke about this yesterday. We didn't have as much details as we have now. You get called to the scene, a disturbance call, and you turn your attention to a vehicle totally unrelated to the disturbance call. You say that Cantu allegedly evaded you earlier in that day. What did he evade you for? What was the reason for his evasion? You open 10 rounds ten rounds on this man this young man and you are only being charged with two counts of aggravated assault by a public servant while this man is fighting for his life right now who determines the severity of charges that should be handed out or is it that because I don't have a full understanding of the law it could be that aggravated assault is fair so of course you know I'm gonna jump on Google what is aggravated assault let's see aggravated assault well in Florida is much more serious than simple assault according to Florida statute an aggravated assault is an assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill or with an intent to commit a felony. So he fired 10 shots into the vehicle. Why didn't he um, fire them at the tires to deflate the tires? Because if you're firing into a vehicle, to me, that sounds as though your intention is to kill someone. Isn't that why you would fire into a vehicle? Knowing that the possibility exists that someone could get hit. Knowing that bullets upon entering your body can also travel. So I'm not quite sure I understand why he's only being charged with aggravated assault. Two counts. i don't know somebody who is in california or is familiar with the laws of california can probably explain that a little better for me but it makes no sense no sense he went out of his way to bother this young man you get a call ah and you turn your attention to this vehicle how do you know that this is the person that evaded you earlier deal with the matter at hand mind your business I pray this young man lives. I really do. And I don't see why the family has to set up a GoFundMe. I don't see why the police um, department isn't saying, you know what, just give us those bills. We'll take care of it. We fired him, but he was on our watch. So at the end of the day, we are responsible. The city is responsible. They're responsible for that bill. I really don't think a GoFundMe account should even have been something the family should have had to consider the police officer was grossly negligent so um yeah those mountain medical expenses i would say to the family turn them over to the police department let your attorney handle this one If you want to be in the police force, understand that there needs to be accountability, reasonable thought process, exercise sound judgment. You can't just go in and be all trigger happy. New on the force. Calm down, please. We head on up to New York for our next story. New York announces its largest fentanyl bust. Two people have been arrested and charged. Story courtesy of Baller Alert. New York announced its largest fentanyl bust as it has been taking on the fentanyl crisis. And its latest win against the distribution of the drug comes in the form of a major fentanyl seizure. Which seizure? Which is now the city's largest in its history. On October 7, authorities found roughly 300,000 rainbow-colored fentanyl pills inside two closets in a Bronx apartment closet. So far, two people have been arrested in connection to the seizure, CNN is reporting. There are also more than 22 pounds of fentanyl in a powdered form. On the street, the drugs would be worth $9 million dollars. Hundreds of thousands of lethal pills were lying in wait in a Bronx apartment to be unleashed onto our streets. In today's world, the potential to overdose is dangerously high. That's according to Frank Tarantino, who is DEA special agent in charge. There is no quality control in these fake pills, and it only takes two milligrams of fentanyl to be lethal. I, had a I hope you're all speaking with your children. And warning them especially as um Halloween approaches every year especially at this time children are targeted I made sure to advise my sons as I'm dropping them off at school you get candy from your friends please dump it don't you don't have to dump it in front of them but dump it because right now you can't trust anything And I'm not saying that your friends are being intentional because they may have got it from somebody with ill intent. And unknowingly, you know, friends share. We're not going to say friends don't share. We did it in school. We shared with our friends. But we have to protect ourselves. So please have the conversations with your children not to accept candy, even if they get it from their teachers at school. Bring it home now is the time to be dumping sorry and they're putting them in rainbow colors of course you know it's going to attract especially younger children we all we already have an opioid crisis in this country and unfortunately not everyone has access to quality rehab care so we can only do our best exercise due diligence continue to speak to our children and impress upon them the importance of saying no or if they don't want to make the person their friend or the teacher feel bad take it but dump it we or we'll dump it for you okay so grateful that nine million dollars worth of drugs three hundred thousand fentanyl pills are off the street good morning good morning javette how are you
8: um i'm okay got a little migraine thanks for asking So we're dumping candy now. We're not expecting it anymore.
4: I'm sorry. I'm dumping it, especially this time of year. I'm dumping it. I'm sorry. If it's given to yeah, I'm sorry. If I'm not buying it out the store, even then, now, right now, I'm still a little hesitant about that because these um, drug dealers are, they have been targeting children for a long time and they're turning up the ante and they're getting more vicious and more aggressive with it because they know that's the demographic that is more easily um well yeah easily um attracted because kids love candy i don't know what are your thoughts what do you how do you feel what would you do what what's your course i
8: i'm actually just you know i haven't had to do this in a while but um why go trick-or-treating then I guess it's probably just better to have a party at your house or something.
4: Probably, yeah. Yep. A lot of candy gets dumped in my house at Halloween time. I'm not a big um, Halloween person, not a fan of it, really. I do it for the sake of the children, and it's not often. But, um, yeah, they bring it home. We go through. So, you know, those? uh, what's the name of that candy? The colored ones? I'm sorry. Without a doubt, those are going straight in the garbage but i'm sorry i'd rather spoil be a, be the spoiler <laughs> than regret not having done it they'll get over it they'll understand that i'm trying to protect them i don't know i guess every parent has to make the decision how they want to proceed right um yeah yeah that's where we are thank god you don't have to go. but you know something Javette. You can be affected too. Us adults can be affected because some of us have sweet tooth. Have a sweet oh, tooth.
8: Yeah. They yeah. bring it to work.
4: Yeah, they
8: bring it to work the next day. That's true. That's yeah. true.
4: I have a weakness for Snickers. I have a weakness for Twix, Kit Me Kat, too. Musketeers. Um, yeah. Though I have a weakness for those Hershey's. Um, yeah. The Kisses, love those, but. I, too, have to take that um, precaution for myself. Yeah.
8: You know, you, you gave me something to think about because I never thought about it.
4: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Don't think that we are out, out of it, right? We can fall into that trap. Kids bring it home and, oh, let me have this. Give me that. <laughs> no, we got to be careful, right? All right, so next up, Parkland school shooter spared from execution for killing 17. Story courtesy of the Associated Press. A divided jury spared Florida school shooter Nicholas Cruz the death penalty on Thursday for killing 17 people at a Parkland high school in 2018, sending him to prison for the rest of his life in a decision that left many families of the victims angered, baffled and in tears. This is insane. Everyone knows, right? Said Chen Wang, 14-year-old shooting victim, Peter Wang's cousin, yelled during a news conference after the decision was read. We need justice. Cruz, 24, pleaded guilty a year ago to murdering 14 students and three staff members and wounding 17 others at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School on February 14, 2018. The three-month trial included graphic videos and photos from the massacre and its aftermath, heart-wrenching testimony from victims' family members, and a tour of the still-blood-spattered building. The jury rejected the death penalty after deliberating for about seven hours over two days. Cruz's lead public defender, Melissa McNeil, told the jury during her closing argument on Tuesday that life in prison would still be a horrible punishment and suggested that other prisoners might target him. But that was not enough for many family members who went before TV cameras one by one to express their shock and anger at the jury's decision. Some called Cruz a monster, while others cried, We're beyond disappointed with the outcome. Under Florida law, a death sentence requires a unanimous vote on at least one count. The seven-man, five-woman jury unanimously agreed there were aggravating factors to warrant a possible death sentence, such as agreeing that the murders were especially heinous, atrocious, or cruel. But one or more jurors found mitigating factors, such as untreated childhood issues. In the end, the jury could not agree that the aggravating factors outweighed the mitigating ones, so Cruz will get life without parole. Circuit Judge Elizabeth Scherer will formally issue the life sentences November 1. Relatives, along with the students and teachers Cruz wounded, will be given the opportunity to speak. How Do we feel
9: about that one? How do we feel? Oh. I personally believe we should have got the death penalty. you know messing up all these families, all of his sportness and stupidness and um anger, you know. Went to school and, you uh, know, disrupt a family. 17, well, more than so, a 17 families' life. Will never see their kids again. Um, I personally believe you should have got the death penalty because I was seeing people kill one person or somebody kill one person and, and get the death penalty in Florida. Yeah. And he have 17.
4: Plus 17 wounded.
9: 17 wounded and he did not get because at the end of the day it's a possibility he can get out because what's going to happen is maybe 15, 20 years down the road you're going to have lawyers dig through this case trying to do stuff and trying to find a loophole that's what some lawyers do and say somebody make a mistake you know, and he's possible to get out it can't happen you know And these people got to live with that forever and knowing that their kids are gone and he's in jail watching TV with my taxpayer money, uh, eating my taxpayer food and whatever. I don't I don't agree. I don't agree with it. That's my personal opinion. So I would I would feel the same way if it was my child. Um, So I understand. So
4: here's the rest of this. The the defense team never questioned the horror inflicted, but focused on their belief that Cruz's birth mother's heavy drinking during pregnancy left him brain damaged and condemned to a life of erratic and sometimes violent behavior that culminated in the shooting. His adoptive father died in front of him when he was five, leaving his adoptive mother alone and overwhelmed by his behavior, they argued. They also said he was raped by a 12-year-old neighbor when he was nine. The prosecution contended that Cruz did not suffer from fetal alcohol damage but has antisocial personality disorder. Their witnesses, said Cruz, faked brain damage during testing and that he was capable of controlling his actions, but chose not to.
9: That's a whole butter excuse, you know. I Yeah, things can happen when you're, you know, in the fetus or whatever you are drinking, but you have a choice. You have common sense. You have self-will not i i'm not gonna say you know whatever happened in this past can trigger certain things but you know you have to control yourself and i think he was playing the system for three years i believe if you watch a lot of the stuff he has done and you know saying yeah i think he was playing these lawyers and these doctors in the in the first three years act like he he's you know he's stupid and he don't have sense and he have mental illness, and eventually somebody realized he was faking the system, because I, I, I saw that. And I said it from day one. He was fooling the system, and the system is so damn dumb to, to be fooled. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to say who can fool the system or not, because uh, uh, other people can fool the system, but the others can't.
2: It
9: <laughs> to get because guaranteed was somebody else he would have got a death penalty 17 times 17 times guarantee that
4: Marlon 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 I don't know I really don't know you know many people have gone through a lot more or similar experiences there are many people who have witnessed parents die in front of them many people have witnessed um, parents being alcoholics and physically abusive verbally abusive many people are born to mothers who smoked or took drugs or drank while pregnant with them and they don't go around doing this so you're telling me then that i'm to expect that everybody who has a similar or worse experience will be excused if they carry out these violent acts we're saying then that it's okay we understand why they murdered so many people it's because of this, and because of that we can't blame them for their behavior instead we have to be um, blame their birth mother. we have to blame their environment so then I asked the question: what about those who grew up in that same type of environment and come out and are upright, upstanding citizens who do good, who do well, who made the choice to change the trajectory of their lives for a better outcome. Not saying that it's always easy. So how is it that some are able to go down a different path and not use their experiences or what they were born into as a reason to behave out of sorts i don't know i'm not a psychologist not a psychiatrist by any means but i nor am i a psychotherapist but i'm just trying to understand get my head wrapped around that and yes marlon you did say from day one you said it that he was going to get off in terms, meaning that he wasn't going to get the death penalty. You did say it. You said he's going to get life. You called it from day one. You called it. Um. So that stunt he pulled a couple weeks back where he was drawing and writing on a piece of paper, as if he was someone in middle not even middle elementary school you know when your kids just hit grade one grade two and you know and they are drawing and he was saying he wanted to be killed so if he wanted to be killed why not give him his wish
9: you know what he was doing he knew what he was doing just like the 20 attacked the police officer in, um last year and in, yes
4: in, in... in the lockup
9: No. Oh. You know, all of this was a trend for him to to make people think he's stupid and he's crazy and he have mental illness. He knew what he was doing. Somebody was coaching him. I don't know who, but somebody was telling him what to do to say he don't get the penalty. And, you know, that's my belief. So, but, you know, I feel sorry for those families who lost their kids. Um, They just have to deal with the pain every day all day for the rest of their life
4: but let me ask you a question marlon if they gave him the death penalty right and he is executed does that really ease the pain in any way realistically jumping on the other side of the fence now
9: probably won't but at least he's not here because my child is not here he needs to be not here either that's how i look at it Okay. so not going to ease the pain but i know he's not here because he my child isn't either he
4: gives you so, some sense of relief is that it
9: some sense of relief because my child is dead and you sitting up here spending the rest of the life in you know next 100 years in jail wherever how long are you living there for and knowing that you know my child didn't get an opportunity to do what she or he wants to do in life you know, you took that child at 17 years old, 16 years old, 18 years old. They're still, still babies, you know, trying to make it, trying to figure out what they want to do. And you hit jail, watching TV, because first of all, I believe when he get life in prison, possibly get his own cell, he gets TV, he gets certain special privilege, and my child is not here. He's sitting there watching the same people on TV, possibly laughing at them. You know, that's not that's not nice.
4: I, I understand. I totally understand. Go ahead, Javette. Thank you, Marlon.
9: He's gonna get a partner for the rest of his
8: life too. <laughs> <Huh>.
9: Facts. <laughs> Somebody is probably going to marry, marry him in jail. I know, some, you know, some people like stuff like that, you know, whatever, and, and go get married in jail, and I don't know, it's, I don't know, Mr. Vett, I just don't, my personal opinion, he should have got a dead. <clears throat> so.
4: Oh, boy. So, next. <clears throat> it, it, it's hard, it's hard. I, I feel the parents' pain, I do. I can only imagine what they're going through, what they have been going through. And what they will continue to go through white male juvenile killed five in North Carolina and we do have an update to the story a juvenile suspect is in custody after shooting leaves five dead at least two wounded in Raleigh North Carolina the police say a 15 year old suspect is in custody after five people were killed and at least two others were wounded in a mass shooting this happened Thursday. The governor of North Carolina called it a moment of unspeakable agony, story courtesy of CNN. One of the victims killed was an off-duty rally police officer, Gabriel Torres, 29, who was on his way to work, authorities said. Officials offered few details about what happened, but said the crime scene extended over two miles on neighborhood streets and a greenway. It ended after a long standoff during which the shooter was critically wounded. Governor Roy Cooper, a Democrat who joined police and city officials at a news conference on Friday morning, called the rampage an infuriating and tragic act of gun violence. A surviving victim is hospitalized in critical condition. A responding officer was released from the hospital after being treated for injuries. Details on the victims who were killed were not released up until Thursday night. Borneo identified the suspected shooter as a white juvenile male and police have not released any other details regarding his identity. The suspect was transported to an area hospital after being taken into custody, CNN affiliate WRAL-TV reported. Officials did not say the extent of the suspect's injuries. CNN has reached out to the hospital for further information. The shooting began just after 5 p.m. in the neighborhood of Headingham, near the News River Greenway. Officials said a manhunt ensued as authorities worked to apprehend the suspect. Police contained the suspect around 8 p.m. inside a residence in the area. Helicopter footage showed more than a dozen emergency vehicles lined up on a road through a wooded area. A woman who was at the Headingham Golf Club driving range said an unending stream of police drove by the area. So we wait for more details on this one. 15 years old. Are we going to hear a similar situation? as Nicholas cruz
9: we wait and see we don't know we wait and see
4: because that seems to be the excuse and I, I i don't want to take it lightly right marlon but it seems as though whenever young white males commit these atrocities they all have one thing in common They all have one thing in common, right? Abuse. Of one sort or another. So let's see what's going to happen with him.
9: You know, I'm not going to say stuff don't go go on in other countries or our country back home, you know, senseless murders or whatever. But if you're going to use abuse, all of us should be
4: murderers. murderers. Yep.
9: So we all been abused by our parents or whoever, grandparents, whoever. We've been beat. <laughs> Sometimes you don't know what the hell you get beaten for.
4: <laughs> Simple things, right?
9: If you're going to use that, many of us who used to get beaten it's abuse and our parents and we should be doing stupid things as well so that's no excuse
4: Hmm. i don't know head on over to georgia for our next story make or break walker and warnock square off in georgia senate debate (laughs) Story courtesy of CNN Politics in Georgia's already contentious Senate race. Friday's debate between Republican Herschel Walker and Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock in Savannah will provide the highest stakes moment yet. The Senate contest, one of the most competitive in the country and key to winning control of the chamber, has been scrambled in recent days by news reports that Walker, a conservative who supports a full federal abortion ban with no exceptions, allegedly paid for a woman to terminate her pregnancy and then two years later encouraged the same woman to have the procedure a second time. Walker, though, has denied the allegations which have not been independently confirmed by CNN. With those allegations weighing on the Senate race, Democrats and Republicans alike view the debate as a potentially decisive hour when both candidates will have a chance to sway the tiny sliver of remaining undecided voters. Both candidates know well that this debate could be make or break for the entire election. The stakes really could not be higher, said Randy Evans, a Republican strategist or strategist rather who co-wrote a guidebook in 2020 on winning political debates. Much of the pressure is on Walker, a political newcomer who has never before stood on a debate stage. A poll released this week by Quinnipiac University found Warnock with 52% support among likely voters compared to 45%. With, for Walker. Friday night's showdown, the only debate both candidates agreed to take part in, could be the Republicans' last chance to speak out before a primetime audience about the recent accusations against him. I, I'm kind of wanting to see this debate. I really am. I want to see how he handles himself, how he is going to skirt around the questions. Because how can you have such a staunch approach, be so pro-life and um, in full support of a full federal abortion ban with no exceptions, meaning if you are raped, if it's through incest, sex trafficking, regardless of your age, you could be 10 years old, you got to have that child. But at the same time, your skeletons are in the closet and they're coming out. (laughs) And you stand 10 toes down. Wouldn't it have been better for you to come forward and say, you know something? I have made decisions or I have done things in the past that are not in tandem with what I now support. Acknowledge rather than pretend that that's not you that was never you i don't know isn't it best to face the the criticism face everything head on own own it own your own own your actions but then speak on your growth and your maturity and that you are in a different place now and you see things through a different lens you have a different perspective because you are made more aware wouldn't that have been a better approach but republicans don't care go ahead Javette.
8: i want to see it too and i also want to say moments stop
4: giving him his talking points okay because you know he's listening (laughs) oh you say i'm trying to help mold him and prepare him yeah you're right yeah you're right
9: but you know you know what I would like? I would love um, the Democrats to pull a low ball and find this lady for her <laughs> to bring. The- oh, the- Republicans would have find a lowball and trying to find this lady, and and bring the receipts what she says she has. They need to do the same damn thing.
4: <laughs> messy Marlon. <laughs> Walensay it's time to get Real Housewives on them up in there, <laughs> but you, that's not that's not a bad idea.
9: No, nah, because the Republicans, boy, they are dirty, and these Democrats just walking around, you know, trying to be nice and stuff. Sometimes you got to get down in the dirt and trenches with them and say, "Hey,
4: I'm gonna
9: take you to I'm, the trenches. I'm down there and show you I can be dirty as well too." So,
4: yeah, I agree. Go ahead, Javette. I
9: was oh. going to give y'all some.
8: I was going to give y'all some pushback.
4: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Bring <coughs> it. Bring it. Bring it. After you, James. No. You're, you're after Javette, James.
8: Because
4: in Texas,
8: I'm sorry, I'm getting a red bar. No, where are you? Where are you? The um, ads that are coming up on TV are so low-balled that I am so over even watching TV now. Like, the only news and stuff I listen to now is you moment. And then if something you say pique my interest, then I'll go and look at some other news. There was an ad this morning that basically said all Democratic judges want to do is let people be released early from jail and not charge criminals with lower crimes. That's all the ad basically said, that's it. (laughs) And because I put the news on in the morning to know the traffic, so that's why I was able to see that ad, right? But that's just ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> that That is not debating anything. I'm glad that I have the wherewithal that I honestly look up every person that's on my ballot to vote. But not everybody does that. Right. So, I, I mean, I'm kind of over these attack ad type of mentality. Yeah. So that's my pushback.
4: Okay. Fair enough. Go ahead, James. James, are you there?
10: Yeah, yeah. I I agree with Marlon. Like, I think, you know, the Republicans have done that before. I don't remember who it was that Donald Trump brought. Donald Trump brought someone. I don't remember if it was Monica or someone um, to one of one of the debate. Monica Lewinsky. Uh-huh. I think it was her. He brought to one of the debate. So I I think that, you know, like this is what. the the democrats are always missing you know to 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 be as petty as republicans like yeah like show up with a woman and show up with it with 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 a child and 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 put them in 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 front row and you know yeah no like they they they, you know that this is one time they should not listen to michelle obama they should they shouldn't go high when 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 they go low they should go lower <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah no that that no cause that that would make for like that would make for must see TV. The little boy is a boy right here and his and his mom sitting front row. You know, um, I'm the child that you try to abort.
8: Yep. Wow.
4: Take it to the trenches.
8: That's that's too much. That's that's just too much. What what is that gonna solve? Uh, ooh, ooh. I what is that really gonna solve
4: though showing them the hypocrisy I think that's what it's gonna do highlight the hypocrisy that permeates yeah. the Republican um, party go right ahead Mark
9: <laughs> that's why he's you know he didn't do it and he did not um, pay anybody to abort so it's just to show people that he's lying you know if he has, as, as moments, say if he'd, oh, he had own up to his lies, and say he has changed, you know, or own up to whatever happened in the past, because we all make mistakes. I've, every one of us have made mistakes. We are regret, and stuff we have done, we regret. So if he had say, you know what, this happened and that happened, but now I'm a new person, I'm a different person, then I can understand. But why lie about something? and then you know, act like you know it never happened.
8: Yeah that's my But we already saw the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just it's just making a mockery, which they've been doing for a couple of years now, on both sides, on both sides, because then the Republicans are going to come back and find some dirt as well.
4: And you think it's just going to be an
8: ongoing um, pigsty? It's It's going to be the real husbands of politics. (laughs) That's
4: a good show.
9: Uh, I I, I got you, Mr. Okay. (laughs) That's
4: a good show. That's yeah. That's a good show to start. (laughs) The real husbands of
8: politics. I'm copywriting it right now, (laughs) just in case it come up. We
4: have it recorded. show you how dirty they can get let me i want to watch it though is Rosolo here oh she's probably in office yeah um i'm sure miss phyllis is going to be watching because miss phyllis is in politics she has a deep interest in politics so i i I believe miss phyllis is going to be watching i can't wait to have a conversation monday how we feel about (laughs) our show (laughs) Miss Phyllis is flashing her mics. Yeah, you know Miss Phyllis will be watching this one. Yeah, I'm gonna watch this one. Yeah, but
10: moments. I think what he will do to like the, the the people that were um made up their mind to vote for him. Mm-hmm. Like it's one thing, it's one thing to hear about something, but when you see evidence in front of you, you know when you see the child and when you see the woman like right there in front of you, I think it probably give them a, a a second chance. to think like, do I really? Want to vote for this person because th- this is not this is not something new. Like they 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 vote they vote down um, same sex legislation, and like you have um, people in the Republican Party who are a homosexual, closeted, voting on these stuff and being like um, the loudest the loudest voice in the room on these issues. And that's the hypocrisy. It's not now they're doing it. They have been doing it for a
4: long time. So, yeah. But yeah, but but James, here's the thing that I tell you something. One thing about the Republicans, they don't care. They do not care. They have their agenda and they are going, they don't care who. Because at the end of the day, Herschel does not have a mind of his own or will not be able to exercise his ideas, his thoughts. He is going to be a puppet on a string. He is a puppet on a string right now. He is going to be controlled. So he is only the face. That's all they want. They just want his face there. And then he is going to have to do whatever they want him to do or need him to do. And they don't care. You could put a scarecrow in a suit. The Republicans will find a way to use it to their advantage to get the upper hand to carry out their agenda. And that's what we have to remember. You could be illiterate. You could have raped 50,000 women. You could have murdered people. They don't care. They just want you there. Remember what Donald Trump said. Decades ago. If he were ever to run. He would run as a Republican. Not necessarily because he a, he agrees or supports their ideologies it's because they're the idiots that will definitely fall in line sorry to have to say it and i'm not saying all republicans are like that but unfortunately you know it's a large number so let's see how this um debate will go (laughs) gonna take another quick music break when we return we have more stories for you
11: Girl I just want me to rock Girl I just want me to vibe Girl I just Girl I just want me with you like I what I'm you My machine paper you Be spent with my paper after tonight, I go live to the simulator a vendetta Against me, cause of you I get many stars I'm going to give fine for your guy Baby, wait till you define for your life My affair broke, nigga, Fight for your life Roll with me, make her blow your ass up Like Marilyn Monroe, you to set Every man wants to open bonnet No thinking for they want to call it. Better guys, that's like a cassette let, hey. don't you forget me yeah, I be cocky, but Uh-oh. now the i depression. I don't default, baby tickets Back as it domino don't no effect You, like it. you don't need introduce to introduce yourself Uh-oh. Like a Jack like you are better If I say you for that, cafe tell? The way your body take you the bend Girl, I just want me to rock Girl, I just want me to vibe Girl, I just want me to chill like That's what I'm man your Be spent to my paper after tonight i go live to the me of you, hey, have something. Oh, Coming
4: up after the music break, we have Health and Science news.
11: Nobody feel to you take your place, baby. You shake something. Mm-hmm. Them no feel we better for mosquito. Fifteen, just for me, pussy one not feel. Got my eyes on the prize, on my baby, you want to take to your papa, na do pillow, mama let. Yeah. Don't you forget, Uh-oh. me I be you, but now I dey push. I don't default. Baby, to get, casting it's causing no effect. You, like it? you don't need to introduce to your. Thank sp- you to
4: all the listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone QMZRadio for quality music while you work or play, log on to www.qmzradio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Thank you to everyone listening online at janoradio.com. Don't forget to download that Johnno Radio app J A H K N O available in your Apple and Google Play Store.
1: So we toasted a good life, living every minute to the full, cause I could die. Pull up at the spot, open doors, and it's suicide. Chilling rent- Thank you,
4: everyone, here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I am Moments with Me, and you're listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. It's Freestyle Friday on Coffee and Toe, and in the Friday mix, we're doing Ama Piano and Afro Beats. Taking it easy. Unwinding from that hectic week for some of us, at private.
1: least. All these so ease you
4: into the weekend.
1: you been sleeping on yourselves, you fly, throw myself
4: apart. Don't forget to hit that reset button, you need it.
1: Ain't nobody villa touchdown, got a couple G's for the dealer. Gang signs out the window, my killer. Life getting sweet, I know use what I dilute my ripe beans. we toast to a good life, every minute to the full, cause we could die pull up open doors and suicide yeah 16 back whoop, and they all by the poolside pool side
4: remember you can follow me on twitter at me media moments on instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media you can also find me on tiktok moments with me media and the me in everything is MI. be my
2: love i know to It's my me fast, oh, oh, my baby. You can. Give me langwana. You pack a full body. The way you rotate, know body no be firewood. My shoulder do not jump out. I don't they make money, so come on. You like my anger Because it's for your body, oh. Baby, comfort. Come make I carry you. Come on. Come make I buy you comfort Come make I show you some love. Oh, oh. Baby, Kweeji, yeah, Kokosa, go, go, Dance transform Africa, Kobe, <inaudible> <inaudible> Jessica, Jepho, Jepho oh, oh, oh. Sugar leaves, yes, Kiza, Domino's, take pizza, wine fresh diva, happiness is a good fever Baby, my love, I know, go use play. whole What's up, your body? I focus, focus. My baby. Now your love, this is my past. My baby. I... Give me now, you back and full body. You want some energy? I get a your body, I fall in love on first day I don't wish you wanna party I'm your, I digress for your body I really wanna spend my money Baby, comfort Come make a carry you Come on Come make I buy you don't fall. Come make I show you Some love Some love,
4: coming up later on we have sports news caribbean corner believe it or not and entertainment news We also have stories out of Latin America. All right, and it's time for us to get started with health and science news. Three ways to support someone with breast cancer. Story courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. Breast cancer is among the most common cancer in women in the Americas. In 2020, there were more than 210,000 new diagnoses of breast cancer in Latin America and the Caribbean, and nearly 68,000 deaths. It is breast cancer awareness month um, and I invite everyone to join us as we have joined um, Tasha in the challenge for this month 50 squats a day in honor of breast cancer awareness the truth is every single family whether immediate or not so immediate have been affected one way or another we have family members who have lost the battle, some who have been able to overcome and cancer has gone into remission. We ourselves may have been affected, right? So let us um, join up some cause, join with the cause, contribute however you can, whether it's your time, your money, whatever you can to the cause, all right? We're doing 50 squats a day, every day for the month of October. And I thank Tasha for throwing me in the challenge so I'm throwing everybody in the challenge too all right breast cancer commonly presents as a painless lump in the breast and treatment can be effective particularly when caught early this is a life-changing diagnosis breast cancer can affect a patient emotionally and physically if you have a family member or friend who was diagnosed with breast cancer you might not know what to do how to help or what to say. Well, here are three ways that you can support someone with breast cancer according to the American Cancer Society. Emotional support. Just being there as a pillar of support can go a long way. A person who was diagnosed with breast cancer will go through many emotions and could feel loneliness, fear, anger, and sadness. Sometimes They might feel too ill to eat and need words of encouragement. Having someone to talk to or just being a listener can help ease their emotions. Offer to run errands. Your friend or loved one might not be able to do chores around the home or go grocery shopping or even take care of their pets. You can offer to assist around the house by organizing meals or even cleaning. Let the person create a list of tasks you might be able to help with. Visit. It may seem like such a simple thing to ask for. While text messages and video calls are probably the fastest ways to let your loved one know you care, a scheduled visit in person can allow for a brief hug and a reassuring touch. You can offer to keep the person company at home or even go for a walk if they want to. An additional suggestion? Educate yourself sometimes the best way to understand what a person with breast cancer may be going through is to find out what type of breast cancer they have been diagnosed with there are several types of breast cancer and you would also want to learn about the extent the stage of the cancer as it tells you how serious the cancer is information on different types of breast cancer can be accessed online so let us do our research let us educate ourselves let us visit those who are in by choice or by force let us offer to help how we can provide that emotional support all right so let's be in touch and support the best way we know how to next up a study reveals a man's brain changes When He Becomes a Father, story courtesy of BallerAlert.com. Haven't read this one yet. I said, no, I don't want to have an opinion. I just want to read it with you all. So let's go. Let's get into this one. According to a relatively new study, having a baby changes a man's brain. Dad brain is a real thing. And a new study is breaking down how a man's brain goes through hormonal changes once they have a child. The new study published in the journal Cerebral Cortex outlined how a man becoming a father transforms their brain. It literally shrinks slightly. Across the board, we found similar reductions in gray matter, sort of suggesting that the brain was becoming more streamlined and possibly more efficient over that transition. first-time parenthood in the fathers. That's according to Darby Saxby, a PhD professor of psychology at the University of Southern California, who was also one of the lead researchers in the study, fatherly reports. In addition, fathers undergo other changes like their testosterone levels dropping and their bodies producing oxytocin and prolactin, which are considered feel-good or nurturing hormones. The study analyzed the brains of 57 men who were on average in their mid-30s. 20 expecting fathers were from the U.S., 20 were from Spain, and 17 were childless men from Spain. Some had their brains scanned before their partners got pregnant, and about three months after their partners gave birth. In both samples of fathers, it was found that there was volume reduction in the cortical area of the brain, Hmm. Much like at other critical windows in the lifespan, when we consolidate and prune, the brain becomes more streamlined or more efficient. While the changes in men's brains are similar to what happens for mothers, expecting women also experience changes in their subcortical brain areas, which are responsible for instinct, emotion, and fear. The cortex is the latest evolving part of the brain that is involved in attention planning, and executive functioning, and is more unique to humans, Saxby told USC News. The subcortical regions below the cortex are the more basic brain structures that you see in animals involved in reward, threat, and salience detection. In moms, we see both subcortical and cortical changes. In dads, we just saw cortical changes. It is too soon to speculate with such a small sample but it might suggest more higher order processing involved in fatherhood specifically yeah i think the sample was too small i don't think um they did a wide enough study and i'm going to assume that the group Fifty-seven men who were from the U.S. and Spain, twenty from the U.S., thirty-seven total from Spain. Twenty who were um, expecting, seventeen childless. I want to believe that they were mostly of one demographic. That's what that's my belief, and I'm assuming that because they did not give a breakdown. Okay, I don't know. How do we feel about that? Do we agree? Uh, men in particular i should pose the question to men when you learn that you're let me ask you marlon let me let me throw you on the hot seat when you learned that you were going to be a father did a switch go off or did the switch go off when the child was born
9: when the child was born um, I know I'm gonna be a father, but when you see that life, everything start changing. Like, yeah, have a extra mouth to feed. I have responsibility, so you start thinking different. For me, I start thinking different and I say, okay, yeah, I have to protect and feed my child and stuff. So yeah, I switch goes off when 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 um the child is born.
4: For you, started,
9: okay. Yeah. All right. You know, you know you have your, you know that child is there, but until you see that child comes out, I think that's where, not all, but most guys switch just goes on like, wow, really? That's my child. That's that's wow. That's amazing, and you know, and that's it. All right.
4: Thank you, Marlon. James, how was it for you? What was the experience for you?
10: Yeah, I would say it's the same thing. Like when, when my daughter, you know, when I, when, you know, the first day I saw her in the hospital when went for the delivery, like everything just changed. There, like you know, I used to be like a a madhead before, and then you know all of that just disappear. Like now, you know, I felt like you know I had to make better decisions like i couldn't just you know like like i was the type of person that could go from like zero to a hundred like in just two seconds but like since that day like you know whenever i got upset like she was the first thing that came to my mind i said look you can't get too upset because you have you know something greater to someone greater to live for so yeah like yeah, I would say like on that day when I when I saw her, like it just a switch went off and I'm like different now. So like I'm no more like a, you know, the sickhead James that was this mad
12: young man <laughs> who used to
10: just like, you know. <laughs> and I honestly like I think I think if I didn't have her have her at the time, yeah, I'd probably be dead. Wow. Yeah, I'd probably be dead if I didn't have her at the time. So she changed yeah. she saved your life. Saved my life, yep.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Chief, good morning. I hope you can speak this morning. Um, I'd love to hear your answer. And for those who are just joining us, morning, O'Neill. Thank you for being here, and thank you, um, Dre, Fabian, MK, Geely, Tasha, as always, Virginia, and um, everyone here with us, Chili. Thank you, um, Orange, appreciate you, um, uh, miss Phyllis, as always, Sunette. Good morning, Rosolo, and Javette. So question because the article in ref- that we're referencing a new study reveals a man's brain changes when he becomes a father my question is is there a change upon learning that your partner is pregnant knowing that you're going to become a father or does that change happen for you once the child is born chief Don't tell me Chief can't talk this I
13: really hope you can hear me
4: I'm gonna keep my lips Chief closed on me. that one
13: <laughs> I guess you can't hear me
4: You're...
2: Can't You're... hear you anymore. Chief
4: What did you say Javette?
2: I was saying that I can't hear
4: Chief Okay so okay thank you and sonette are you able to hear him or does he sound low for you
14: he didn't say anything come
5: on that that phone's not gonna work for us
4: okay all right so good morning chief go ahead good morning i'll interpret for you chief i turned my headphones way up so i'll interpret for you go right ahead
13: you can really really okay anyway i'll just speak can you hear me? Can you translate yeah. for me? Yes,
4: I'll translate for you. Go okay. right ahead.
13: So, first of all, I'm super empathetic, so I had all the morning sickness stuff, like that was a fact. Okay, go ahead and translate.
4: So, he said he is super empathetic as such he felt the morning sickness. He had all of that what the woman goes what the woman goes through. So, he had that morning sickness. All right, go ahead.
13: Okay, so after after, during that the birthing process, right, I, it was like I got to see God in the flesh. Like, my whole perception about woman, about the existence of the female being changed completely. Like, this is truly, God has to be a woman. So, he said, <laughs> right
4: there, I can hear him. Okay, Stay right okay, don't move from there, Chief. Carry on. Don't move. They can hear you.
13: No, go ahead and translate, just in case.
4: (laughs) He's saying that God is a woman. When he saw the birthing process, there is no other way for him to feel but that God is a woman, because it was phenomenal. Go ahead, Chief.
13: Okay, so prior to that, I I raced motorcycles, and, and, and you know, I felt immortal. But then after my son was born, this 10-pound boy was born, I literally was like, I'm, I, that is the immortality right in front of me. Like that's that's my that's my eternal insurance policy. I hope that makes sense. Yes,
4: it does. So, it does so. were you, was everyone able to hear him?
8: Only the last part about the internal thing. He moved again.
4: So, after watching the birth of his ten-pound baby, he was moved you know, it, it did, So su- a switch went off for him, pretty much, that's the essence of it, so, you know, it, chief, became, it became serious, it became real, and that's just, um, summarizing what he's saying, you yes. know, so this su- that's that's mortal- I lost you now, now I can't hear you, I don't, uh, chief, why don't you was- stay where, chief. Javette told you to stay put, I, you I had stayed. to move, I
13: stayed. it's these freaking satellites, they're watching me, it's the joy life.
4: All right, chief. We got you. So the switch went off for you. It became real for you. You knew your child was coming when the child was in utero because of who you are. You you suffered some of the symptoms. We we, we appreciate that. Yes. Some men do have morning sickness. Some men sleep a lot. Yes, it happens. Um we appreciate that. Okay. O'Neil, not sure if you're able to speak. If you are, would love to hear from you another per- male perspective. How did you feel? Did the switch go off for you upon learning that you were expecting a child, or did the switch go off once the child was born? If you can't speak, please put it in the chat. Same for you, Fabian, while you're down there. I have a question for the men. Yes, 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 go ahead, Joseph. Did it go off for each
8: child or did it stay from the first child? That's a good
4: question. Did y'all hear that one? Did the switch Uh, stay on or did it go off?
9: Uh, mine stayed on. It never went off. So mine stayed on. So
13: Moments, can you translate?
4: Yes. Did yours go off or did it stay on?
13: No, it mine mine increased crazy because my last child was a daughter.
4: Oh, okay. Got it. So for Chief, it stayed on. It increased. It intensified. Especially considering that his last child is a girl. All right.
10: Yes. Yeah, my
4: Go ahead, Chief.
10: Mine stayed on? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine stayed on. Uh, um it's it, the dynamics of it changed with my last, because my last was my son. So the dynamic um, changed a bit, but it, it stayed on from, from my, my you know, first daughter. It, it just That switch just stayed on. So like I've always, you know, any decision I'm making, like I think about them first. But then with my son, you know, like you have a different mindset with sons from daughters. So the dynamic changed a bit when my son was born
4: okay all right okay so we pretty much have a general consensus here in the room that the switch for the most part gets turned on once the child is born because now you're face to face with your responsibility you're face to face with your production and you realize that failing is not an option
9: a question for James and she, I don't have any daughters. So when you, your daughter, is it like a protective switch? Like, you know what? I gotta have to protect my daughter. You no, know, all, you know, whatever happens, she's going to have to protect her. But when your son is here, it's more like, um, it's a different, it's a different switch. I just want to know. Cause I don't have any daughters, so I don't know.
4: James, you
10: wanna go? Yeah, for, for my son, the switch the switch um for my son was that knowing that, you know, I a black man in, in a world that's not very friendly to, to black men. So it, it switched in terms of like like I know like I have to step up my game in terms of because with daughters, it it's a bit different. Like it's about like you know, showing them love protecting them and all of that. But with my son now, is like trying to prepare him to be like a good man in general, like a good husband, a good provider. Um, And just the dynamics of the little stuff that, you know, a lot of um, young men don't have. Like just stuff that I guess that other race don't have to deal with, like teaching him like the, you know, how to carry himself, you know, not, not to, because unfortunately, like as young black men, like you're born as like a suspect. So just grooming him in that way to, to be polite, to be respectful, to, 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 to be a protector and to not be a target. So that's, that's how it changed with my son.
4: Okay. All right. All right. But Marlon, can I say something to you? We don't have daughters, but I've watched you with your female cousins who are very young. I have watched you with the female friends that come over, our son's friends that come over. And something changes. You are very protective of them. I have observed that. Because you're constantly, you know, you're constantly saying to the boys, make sure this, make sure that don't do this. Don't say that you are, you know, you can't do that. You can't say this. You, you, you know, you have to treat them like a lady. So I you, you may not have your own, but something goes off once they're in your presence. Are you, you You're not aware you didn't know that? <laughs> well, if you didn't, I'm letting you know.
9: Sure did. Sure did not know that. But okay. Yeah. Thanks for letting.
4: And it's different, you know. It's as though you're treating them like a figurine, like a medalli, <laughs> you know. And which I appreciate because that is the right thing, right? We're supposed to protect our young girls. We're supposed to teach our boys how to treat women. And how best can they learn but from another man right we as mothers can do our best to try to groom them but the true example comes from another man right and he's you're quick on nipping it in the butt if you are hearing them say something you're like uh, 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 you can't say that D- don't do that because the truth is these boys they treat the girls like they're one of the boys right and forget and they play rough with them outside if you can't watch them outside they play real rough with them and he's like no 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 hold up hold up you can't do that you know so yeah patiently waiting on granddaughters (laughs) i don't even know if i would know what to do with a granddaughter that's the truth i'll try but um, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for humoring me, everyone, and allowing me to ask the questions and for answering. Morning Prezi. Thanks for coming in, Fabian. Thank you. And Miss Virginia. So, Fraser Price, Sharika Jackson nominated for World Athlete of the Year. And this is Sports News, courtesy of Jamaica.loopnews.com. Two Jamaicans. Woohoo! That's 20%. Yes, two Jamaicans are among the 10 nominees, women, for the World Athletics Women's World Athlete of the Year. Big up on herself, Jamaica. Enough respect to the Caribbean. I look at it this way. A win for Jamaica is a win for the Caribbean, right? In a release on Wednesday, World Athletics confirmed that both Shelly-Ann Fraser-Price and Sharika Jackson. Hold on a second. I'm going to be greedy here for a second how comes um what's your name in the mix um elaine hmm anyway let me keep it moving and stop being greedy and be grateful that's our problem you know we're greedy we can never be satisfied (laughs) i don't know what it is how many of us your child will come and say oh i got a 90 percent okay so i would have said good job on a 90 percent and we're like okay so what happened to the other 10 percent or if they come and they say they got a B, oh, so why well, we can never get that A. We can never be satisfied. Here we have two out of ten for World Athletics, Women's World Athlete of the Year. And I am being greedy and saying, what happened to so, Elaine? Why would I have three? Let, let me stop it. Let me behave. So in a release on Wednesday, World Athletics confirmed that both shelly Ann Fraser-Price and Sharika Jackson are among the athletes selected by an international panel of athletics experts, comprising representatives from all six continental areas of World Athletics for the 2022 World Athletes of the Year in the Women category. Fraser Price is the world 100-meter champion, claiming a fifth gold medal in the event, as well as the Diamond League 100-meter champion. The Pocket Rocket, who now goes by Mommy Rocket, ran a world-leading 10.62 among her record seven sub-10.7 100-meter races of the season. Meanwhile... Jackson is the world 200-meter champion and Diamond League 200-meter champion. She ran a world-leading 21.45 seconds to move to second on the world all-time list. Good job, woman. Other, another woman from the Caribbean is there. Hold up. Gotta give it up for Shanae miller Weebo of the Bahamas. She is also among this year's nominees. Miller is the world four hundred meter champion, world indoor four hundred meter champion, and the NACAC four hundred meter champion. So the Caribbean, we have three. We have three there. Um, Nigeria, Toby Amusan, and I hope I pronounced her last. of Amusan or Amusan? Uh, world one hundred. Hurdles That's champion. chief's name. That's chief. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Chief, are your relative that? Is that your relative, chief? Oh, he can't speak. I forget. So we're gonna assume they must be related. Same last name. So world 100 meter hurdles champion, Diamond League, Commonwealth, and African 100 meter hurdles champion set a world 100 meter hurdles record of 12.12. Chase Ely out of the USA world shot put champion world indoor shot put silver medalist diamond league shot put champion and through a world leading 20.51 meters kimberly garcia of peru world 20 kilometer race walk champion to win peru's first ever world athletics championships medal world 35 kilometer race walk champion in a south american record and world athletics race walking team championships 20 kilometer bronze medalist we have faith Kipyegon out of kenya world 1500 meter champion diamond league 1500 meter champion and ran a world leading kenyan record of three minutes 50.37 seconds there is yaroslava out of ukraine sydney McLaughlin out of the us and yulamir rojas out of venezuela so Good job ladies good job to the ladies of the Caribbean two from Jamaica one from the Bahamas hopefully next year we will dominate a little more the Caribbean everybody step up right everybody step up and dominate next year all right I'm 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 really trying hard not to be greedy please forgive me please forgive me he said yes so he said yes so um <laughs> Oh, I didn't see this comment in the chat. Chief said, My daughter is a goddess in the making. Women have the power to turn a king into a beggar and a beggar into a king. Daughters have a distinct power of intuition when it hasn't been stifled or marginalized. I take her with me when I need to read someone I'm not sure about. Yeah. Thank you for those words. Um, so ladies, understand your power. Don't use it for the wrong. Use it for the good. You can't well you know it is sad that we rule the world actually, because a lot of men think they're the ones in control, and the truth is they're just following orders. they They rule the house <laughs> pretty much, right. A lot of men, once they're married, are kind of scared of their wives. Not sure why, though. Uh, You know, they got to check with their wife. If, ladies and men, let let me say this. So if your man is on the phone, ladies, and he comes in your presence and says to the person on his phone, Hey, let me check with my wife. That means he don't want to go. Wherever right. wherever it is, they're trying to pull him out to They don't wanna go, so just go along with it and say, "Yeah, babe, remember we have so and so to do." Okay, see, I can't go. I knew we had something to take care of.
14: Woman, well, we whatever you do, and find a way to say, "Okay, no, honey, you can." I need you that day, <laughs> <laughs> loud as you can, as loud as you can. Yeah, we're the
4: scapegoats, right? They use us to get out of situations.
14: That's fair, I use my husband for the same thing. I use my husband and he just plays along. He's like, oh, no, no, son, I, I need you to be, um, And then he has to think quickly on his feet.
4: <laughs> yeah. And you ever out and you hear something, man, I got to check, I got to check with the lady, right? I got to check with her. Got to make sure she's okay with it. Yeah. How about you in the house and you hear them sending the children to you? Go check with your mother. Uh, excuse me? What's your role? What's your purpose? That
14: means he wants to go when he sends the children because he's afraid.
4: (laughs) But yeah. So women, understand your power. Understand how to use it. If you're not sure. It's not for scamming men out of their millions, okay? Let us use it in a positive way to change the world for the better all right coming up now we have caribbean corner We have a lot going on in the Caribbean. Don't know why it's so busy starting off in the Bahamas. Bahamas sends cops to assist TCI fight crime. U.S. and U.K. also helping. This story courtesy of Cayman, DodgeLoopNews.com. So the Turks and Caicos has ramped up policing on the island following a gang-related incident that left an American visitor dead. In an address to the nation on Tuesday, Governor Nigel Dakin said the police action, or Dakin, not sure how he pronounces last name, said that police action with support from the Bahamas and the United States has seen a calm return to the popular tourist country. Beyond local police bravery and skill, I also have little doubt that the arrival of the Royal Bahamas Police Force and the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Aircraft along with the Drugs Enforcement Agency, has had an immediate deterrent effect, he said. If it hasn't, it should have. If the gangs have gone to ground, they will be found. If gang members have moved overseas, we have international partners, including the UK's National Crime Agency and regional governments, who are solidly in support of helping us track them. If our short-term measures are being effective, I promise our long-term measures to have to be determinative, Dakin added. All right, so that was quick. That was real quick over there in the Turks and Caicos Islands. Do we need that in Jamaica? Do we need an intervention of the U.S. and um, the Bahamas and the U.K. to get rid of the crime that we have going on? Let's see. Bermuda says its population is falling, report shows. The resident population of Bermuda, a British overseas territory, fell by more than 200 people between 2020 and 2021, with a growing number of deaths and fewer births. Well, guess what? The birth rate is dropping globally. You want to know why? finances, people are a little more, (laughs) not a lot, but a little more intentional. There are many people who are opting not to have children. They're more focused on the career. Many of them are more, more focused on seeing to it that they have a stable family setting. And sometimes these things take time. And some of them are, you know, just opting not for children, period. Many of them calling it an expense they can't afford. And that's what's happening, right? So we don't have to go around creating. I can't say the sun air, sorry. Yeah. So people are making the decisions on their own. All right. Y'all say the world is overpopulated, isn't that what they say? So we're, you know, they're helping. I know someone opened their mic. Go right ahead, James. Yeah,
10: I, I think that the thing with Bermuda is is quality of living, um, because it's extremely expensive over there.
4: Oh really?
10: Um, extremely. Yeah, like, yeah, you need, you need a different word to describe how expensive it is. And it's not a very good place for like a family if you're not rich. Like you if, if you don't have a lot of money, then trying to raise a family there is like I don't know, committing suicide. It's it's very expensive. So I think I think that's the reason why and they have very their 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 immigration laws are some of the toughest in the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
10: So um foreigners are not trying to have kids with 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 locals because the the laws are like are extreme so i think you know for those two reasons like i i could have seen this coming because yeah it's it's expensive very expensive
4: Mm. (laughs) wow thank you for that james why is teflon clowning us today with the um market bag we spoke about your boy earlier teflon
15: <laughs> the dash him out, the dash him out quick time, isn't it?
4: But he said he wasn't <laughs> going anywhere. What's up, man? I,
15: yeah, I, I gave him six months, so he left a bit too soon.
4: Do you think he was set up for failure?
15: Of course, of course he was. Mm.
4: I asked the question earlier. It was my own international story. I was like, "Could it be that those who were advising him—not in these exact words, but to something to the effect of—could it be that those who were advising him set him up?" You can't put anything past people, right?
15: No, it could. Yeah, it's a bit of both. I don't think he he had experience, and then obviously his people set him up because. They can't have a black person in, um, in number ten. Come on, yeah. like in that, that, yeah. that that position, they don't only see brown people in that position. So, uh, uh, Sunak um, got booed out, and then this guy, this, <laughs> yeah. Like, but I think they got they got a new person now.
4: Yes, they put <laughs> they moved someone from health. Yeah. Into yeah, that what's position.
15: His, what, what's his name again? Oh um, J- Jeremy Hunt. Jeremy Hunt jeremy hunt so i hope and he does he, a good job well i'm not sure if he can because he, he was like the health secretary so i don't know i don't know what's going on from health to uh,
4: finance what's his background yeah, what's his major i main think he was
15: the culture i think he's a culture minister before that as well so he's gone into three different roles yeah well <laughs> yeah now they send him packing he's got his bags <laughs> but
4: why know. why the balenciaga <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah that was short-lived that was really short-lived that i feel bad for him i do um
15: i think it was um 32 days he done um they're not they're not including um the the queen's funeral they've they've actually taken that out <laughs> so they said that he's done 32 days
4: <laughs> get the hell out of here But it speaks to a bigger issue, though, Teflon, when it comes to politics, the trickery and the scapegoating that goes on, right? And then now let us talk about what the UK has been um, accused of, racism, pretending to care about um, others being there. But the truth is they don't really want them there. They're pretending.
15: Yeah, that they have to make it look good.
4: Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you, Teflon. Before I get to my next story, James, what, what's up with these prices from Canada um, to Jamaica, from Toronto to Kingston via American Airlines or Delta? Prices are ranging anywhere from one thousand nine hundred to twenty nine hundred Canadian dollars per ticket. Round trip for the Christmas. What's going on? What's up, James? What y'all doing up there in Canada? Y'all must making some mad money up there. Because I guarantee those flights going to be booped. Which, which airline is that? Delta and American Airlines. Yeah, no, I went to Jamaica
10: last year December for like 400 and something dollars, I think.
4: Okay, what airline was that?
10: Um the Canadian Airlines, um okay. Westjet. West I use Jet, Westjet okay. or or Air Canada. I don't use them. I wonder what those American prices
4: airline. look like for those two airlines. Because these prices are fitted for the people up there in Canada. And then after you spend so much money for Jamaica, want you care bag and Lord have mercy. Alright, so next up our next story. Um so we're finished with Bermuda. Bermuda is underpopulated. Or i shouldn't say that the population is falling but the truth is the world powers are saying that the world is overpopulated so bermuda keep quiet and just you know appreciate that you have less mouths to feed and less people to worry about do you know that the national debt in bermuda is only u.s 3.35 billion dollars Sounds a lot though for a small island, don't, don't you think? 3.35 billion? What's their currency there? What do they use over there? EC dollars or do they use the US dollar? What's used? James? They have their own dollar, they but have it's, own. Okay.
10: They have the Bermudian dollar, but it's tied to the US dollar. So it moves when the US dollar moves.
4: Okay. All right. Gotcha. Thank you so much. Next up story out of Jamaica. Ah, Prime Minister gets emotional as he defends stance on land grabs. should have mentioned this yesterday, but we ran out of time. In a display of raw emotions, Prime Minister Andrew Holness has declared that there should be no political compromise on the rule of law relative to the illegal acquisition of government lands to build houses. Holness, who has been facing backlash in recent days for ordering the demolition of housing structures on lands captured, and sold by gangsters close to Clifton in the Greater Bernard Lodge Development Area, is contending that he has reached the stage in his political career where his legacy as the country's leader takes precedence over his popularity. He said, My job as your Prime Minister, I have passed the stage of trying to or needing to win political popularity and favour. Doesn't matter to me anymore. I have to start thinking about my legacy. What will Jamaica be? Will it be the same as I came and saw it? I can't let Jamaica be the same. The opposition People's National Party has been critical of wholeness for ordering the demolition of the unfinished houses in Clifton. But other people have praised him for his stance on squatting. Speaking in Parliament on Tuesday, the Prime Minister named the Klangsman gang as the criminal outfit that has benefited from the illegal sale of land in the community. The police and the major organized crime and anti corruption agency, MOCA, have been called in by the government to investigate. Holness also disclosed that land scams are emerging across the island, with reports coming out of Mount Edgecombe in St. Anne, Nasebury Grove and Thetford in St. Catherine, as well as retirement and Providence in St. James. And whilst that is going on, NLA issues over 6,000 titles, under land registration program the national land agencies uh, agency rather, has distributed a total of 6256 certificates of title under its systematic land registration program since the nla launched its distribution activities in february 2022 the systematic land registration program commenced educating rights and interests in systematic education areas in january 2021 the program is aimed at assisting persons who have been in open undisturbed and undisputed possession of land for 12 years or more on tuesday on tuesday october 11 2022 the nla hosted a title distribution activity in santa cruz st elizabeth where over 1,300 certificates of title were distributed to residents of Barton's Wharf, Burnt Savannah, Essex Valley, Haughton, LaCovia, LaTitz, and several other communities in St. Elizabeth. The October 11 distribution activity followed similar land titling distribution exercises that were held earlier this year in St. Elizabeth and St. Catherine, Chief Executive Officer and Commissioner of Lands at the National Land Agency, Sharice Walcott, has said the systematic land registration program contributes to the fulfillment of the agency's mandate to issue 20,000 titles in three years. So can I ask a question? How is it that nobody's talking about this on social media?
7: Um, Morning.
4: Good morning, O'Neill.
7: How are you? Right, my my died, on the other questions. But anyway. <laughs>
4: oh,
7: that's uh, Um, my thoughts on on this mm-hmm. whole situation of the land. Um, <sighs> yeah. So squatting has been happening, and I, I don't agree with squatting. I don't agree with anything illegal. But um, we are we have what is called crown land. I think we had this conversation about, before about crown land a couple
4: and, weeks ago. Yes. Yes.
7: Yeah. Um, So the government lands, technically called Crown lands, most of it, um, is land that's owned by the government, um, passed on through the whole colonial system. Um, Independence, we will never have an independent Jamaica until black people own land. This particular parcel of land is the same piece of land that Michael Lee Chin is claiming as his. This is a piece of land that the government, it's a part and parcel of the land that the government granted a farming um, document for that is now going to be turned into a residential by Michael Lee Chin and his outfits. The reason why this land was bulldozed was... Thousands of acres of other scamming lands across Jamaica has more to do with paying the piper, Michael Leachin, than it has anything to do with squatting at, at its core. The only time this government or any government in Jamaica will convince me that they're serious about squatting is when they're going to actually bulldoze buildings, whether or not it is a GLP enclave or a PMP enclave. In this case, It's oblivious. This is a PMP enclave. You're a GLP prime minister. There are other GLP scamming squatter locations. So if you're going to do an operation, you should have had multiple operations happening on the same day, um, demolishing buildings in GLP enclaves and PMP enclaves. Then I believe your crocodile tears that you obviously went to acting school to learn how to cry. Um, And in addition to that, he says he wants to leave Jamaica. Anything about his legacy? Your legacy is corruption, sir. Your legacy is having the most corrupt the most thieves in government. Um and and I mean at the end of the day, it's it's I mean, there are other ways to regulate housing because if this land is now zoned for residential and it is still government land then there are ways to go about it they either going to go in because think about it think about it think about it for somebody to live on government land to claim it as their own it, it is 60 years and i did my check legal checks private property is hold oh, on say that again
4: road. say that again
7: you have to live on government you have to squat on government property for 60 years to be able to claim it as your own
4: 60 six zero
7: six yes 60 okay, years okay if it's a private property, you have to live on it for 7 to 12 years to be able to claim it as your own. So a lot of these people have been living on these lands, and it's grandfathered. And grandfathered mean we're talking about two, three generations with potentially getting us close to 60, if not above 60 years. For people to be able to build structures, concrete structures that has reached to the level that I saw in those photos and videos are you telling me that you're just complicit the entire time you never went in and and, and at the start of seeing that concrete structures are going to be built you could have gone in and say hey build you can only build temporary board buildings you could have also located other government lands because since you're in the process of giving titles and said every Jamaica should own lands you could have zoned an era to relocate, re- relocate these people and you could have, um, since, since they are, since people can save up eight, I trust me, for a woman to save up $800,000 to pay for a piece of land, it means these people are willing to work and pay for land. NHT is billions of dollars that the government keep sucking out to do whatever they want to do. So, I mean, if he's thinking about i will ask him to wake up out of his dream and deliberately start to zone urban areas, residential areas, and allow people that want to work and buy land to be able to do. But we'll leave it right there.
4: Okay, thank you, Neil. So we have a couple comments in the chat. One, just live on there for that period of time, or do they have to live and pay taxes? So
7: um, for private land, you live 7 to 12 years and yes you you have to show evidence taxes is critical
4: yeah you have to pay uh,
7: tax taxes. tax tax taxes on a private land is a critical element of proof
4: yeah
7: but if you are living on a land for 12 years uh, maintaining it to so you farm in the land and when the person comes the land is properly like i, I think there are other there are other nuances but taxes one of the critical elements for government land I don't think you'll be able to pay taxes for it because the system shouldn't allow any private system to pay taxes for government land. So it's just 60 years and you have to show that you've been living there um, and that would be able to evidence through, your know, grandparents live there, parents live there and now second generation kids live there. Um, once that can be evidenced, you have a very good chance of retaining that land for yourself um yeah but it's 60 years okay for government land
4: 60 years for government land okay the next comment all know them can't that the people them off from a granny land and all that are squatters land that's seen across the country them turn a blind eye to this any thoughts on that O'Neill before we move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah,
12: basically. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying. Uh, okay. Okay. No, what no, I'm saying is I agree with O'Neill because they turn a blind eye to it. Remember when we was having a discussion, I mentioned the land out by. Um, Don Robin. Behind Arthur, uh, no, yeah, that's my people, the land. But okay. um, behind um, Waterford, behind Waterford going back to the Mandela Highway. And it's like, it's evident everybody knows Squatter's land big concrete structure, everybody pass it, see it, and all the other land, then that we know, and, concrete structure going up, and the government, don't do anything, and years lapse, until they see mansions over there, and all kind of thing, and them get light, and all kind of different thing, and I'm like, it, obviously the government, turn a blind eye to it, and then now, they come and them, bulldoze the people, Them I don't agree with it, because it affect my family, but, it's like, you have to nip those things in the bud f- from its start and that's a big problem with the government turning a blind eye uh, and things that are obvious because some of these places, some of these squatters land is like on the side of highways and, and all kind of things, obvious. Mm. And,
7: I, and, I, and I'll just say, I'll, I'll stick by this and I stand corrected until only us can tell us that the reason why he bulldozed that is just pure squatting. We all know that it's a part of the past of land that Michael Legion claimed to be his. So, we know the motivation. The piper says to him, I want my land, get rid of those people, give him a timeline and he had to act.
4: Let me ask you a question. Let me, let me ask this question. Prior to any construction going up, certain infrastructure has to be in place, right? Sewage and electrical. Am I right or am I wrong? Before you can even start to put up a well, community. It,
7: right, it's quarterlands that don't. It's quarterlands. It's, it's, everything is illegal from day one. Mm-hmm. Um, if, it, if it's been done according to urban zoning or urban planning, yes. um, roadways, sewage all of those have to be accounted for Um, in reality this particular settlement and others um, both PMP and GLP none of them can claim that they didn't know that this was happening because one it's very clear if it's the PMP enclave the member of parliament and the councilor when they are campaigning for votes they go into all these areas to get people to vote and, if, and and irrespective, the GLP also go into these same errors. So my question is, how much of these people are on the voters list? And if they're on the voters list, the only way you can be on the voters list is someone to come in your yard and verify that you live there. So are you saying that you didn't know that these people live on squatter lands belong to the government?
4: They must have known. They must have known because you must see the buildings being erected, right? You have to see the structures going up.
7: But the key point I made right there, now is that for you to be on the voters list.
4: I see what you said.
7: They have to come (laughs) and verify your home.
4: And that means you have to have an address. And an address has to be registered where?
7: okay exactly no, so, so the point i'm saying is got it. how are you going to move me from my home now it's not my home but you're verifying me and, and and allow me to legally vote for you
4: so and
7: overnight l- is not my land anymore
4: so let me exp- let me say this i think part of the problem in jamaica is lack of discipline and the failure to understand law and the failure to exercise law across the board Th- that's my opinion right it has always puzzled me and I've said this before that in Jamaica, we now have no respect for law, none. We do as we like. And if we try to exercise a law, why are we wicked? And why not try to kill off poor people? Why not put more pressure upon our head for we can't take it. Give it a break. But the minute we set our foot in an airport to migrate and we come off of the plane and the people in the country, we fall in line. I guarantee you $1 million. If I had it, I wish I did. I wouldn't be guaranteeing it anyway, but I guarantee you not one squatter would go to the U S the UK, Canada, or anywhere else in the world and squat on anybody's land. They're nah do it. So why do we do it in our own country? why I'll tell, I'll tell
7: you what go ahead go ahead I'll say this I'll say there's a, there's a word that I've always used called aspiration what people aspire to have it becomes important to have it so everybody aspires to travel and to live in the US or live somewhere else they aspire They dream of having a better life I think one of the issues in Jamaica is that we have killed aspiration so it's almost as if if you don't take it by brute force. because I talk about a while ago, like if you lived in Jamaica and you realize how oh, Jamaican drivers handle stop signs.
4: <laughs> that
7: same driver comes to the United States and them stop at every single stop sign. You wonder if
4: they ain't even gonna look a faster.
7: Right. So it it's really it's really one on one hand is what you aspire to have and you don't want to lose it and on the other hand if you don't lawlessness in jamaica is, has become almost like a part of our dna it's almost like if you don't take it it's not going to be given to you or you're not going to get it so even our young people even um and it starts from telling people that education is the key and then you get nine subjects you can't get a job, you can't buy a house, you can't get through the gate. America has the same issue, you know. But here's the difference. America made the token black them. So oh, Jay-Z is a billionaire. He came from being a, 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 a selling coke on the corner to being a billionaire. You could do it too. So even though they make your life wicked and hard as a black person, they still give you some glimmer of hope that there's a possibility that you could get to somewhere. Jamaica don't have that you would see generations of generations go to school, work hard, die paupers. Generation and generation don't own a home. Generation and generation live in squalor. Generation and generation. And it's not about how educated you are. Because I was just looking at salary scale in Jamaica recently. And trust me, I don't understand. I still can't get how people survive in Jamaica on the salary. Because when you look at even the imported stuff into the island, and you look at the price, the price is maybe a little bit higher because of, because of custom duties and whatever. And you wonder to yourself, how will these people ever afford to have a better life, quality of life? And if, when, if, 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 if you put a pig in our mud and him started walling it, him just can get used to walling in the mud. And I just think that's what's happening with us. Our people lack aspiration because there's little or nothing to aspire to. I'll leave it right there.
4: Okay, and I'm going to ask one last question and then I keep it moving because we do have a couple more articles. Um, My last question is this. Do we really believe that people want to purchase land or they prefer to squat? And here's the reason. When you pick up Or when you go online, you see how much land I sell at Jamaica? Legally. Legally, land is being sold. So, why not buy the land instead of go squat on people's land? Why not go and buy land that is advertised for sale instead of squatting on people's land? Why?
7: You don't afford it. (laughs)
4: <laughs> they can't work the, 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 the no, <laughs>
7: let me. No let me explain. No, let me explain seriously. So when a when a land is being sold in a legal way,
4: mm-hmm.
7: first and foremost you have to make a ten or twenty percent deposit right. on the land. Mm-hmm. Um most people don't afford so when you squat, like a woman was squat on a land says she's pay eight hundred thousand. She did not pay Yeah, she didn't pay that one time. The man may have, have a payment system when you were like eight, eight grand four, four grand, she threw two-part and every time she threw a partner, she, she paid a man some money. Over time, she ended up spending $800,000 for the land.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: And that could that could have been a five-year stretch, a 10-year stretch. Right? Um, so if, if that same person decided to go and buy a piece of land, the bank not not her any money. She, not, she can't get a mortgage if she do not have a particular kind of job and a, kind, a particular kind of salary. Um... And she should have had to have that ten or twenty percent deposit upfront lump sum to when she signed the contract to buy the land, and the close that property is going to close in three months. And she had to come up with all the rest of the money to purchase the land in three months. So in reality, again, it, it's, it's, it's we have to look at it for what it is. It's how are we selling these lands? And that's why I said, if the government really want people not to squat then give them a long-term way. The rent-to-home scenario that I heard them announce the other day that Bahamas have adopted recently, uh, it's real. If people is getting only $12,000, $30,000 a month, give them an opportunity to spend $3,000 outright every month towards owning a piece of property because they will not get the loan to purchase right. that quarter acre or one acre. The regular I,
4: way. I agree with that because I was going to make that suggestion that sellers have to rethink how they sell because we are living in stringent economic times where everybody doesn't have ease of access to funds, nor is everyone easily qualified for a loan because, you know, and you have to understand the perspective of banks. They have to protect their assets, right? So they make it harder for you to get the loans. So now it forces or it should encourage, I should say, it should encourage people who want to sell to say, you know what, let me be creative. Let me be more empathetic. This person wants the land. This is the price. You know something? Let me work out a payment plan. You have your attorney draft up a contract, right? Meaning that they, there are certain stipulations and you know, if them fault or whatever, what repercussions there be may be, whether it's higher interest charges, whatever, right? But put something in writing, a contractual agreement. I think by doing that, you are elevating the hope that this person can own a piece of their homeland. It instills a sense of pride, right? I am for doing things the right way, but I'm also for those who have the, the the assets that people are desirous of owning that they say you know something let us meet in the middle let me see how I can help you achieve the dream that I have been able to achieve and I hope I'm being reasonable go ahead James go right ahead and then we're going to move on
10: yeah um, I think another idea too there are some countries that that lease like the government because we all know that we never really own the land. Government, Facts. you know, always, always own the land. So um, there are certain countries I know, um, Bermuda does it, um, where the, you can have like a, a lease for like a, a, a hundred years or hundred and fifty years. So I think if if the government is serious in Jamaica too, they could lease government lands, like say like a, a, a hundred year lease, so you could have like two generation of family living on it. They have documents for it they don't have to they don't have to make like any big down payment they just come and pay like they're monthly so people who can't afford to come up with their the 20 percent down you know they don't have to do that like it's it's almost like whatever you're paying for rent you just see it the same way like how the car lease work that's how a lot of countries do it so you, you have doc it's documented you, you can pass it down to another generation but the document is always there know that look this is a lease Um, after 100 years um, either we can um, you know renegotiate the lease or you know we move on from the agreement so i think that's that's another
4: option too that that is a good option my preference though i think that's excellent my preference would be lease to own that would be my preference if the goal according to andrew Holness, is that every jamaican has the opportunity to own a piece of jamaica I think the best route would be a lease-to-own option. All right. So we're gonna keep it moving. SCJ Holdings knew of illegal construction in Bernard Lodge, according to Jackson. Member of Parliament, MP for Saint for St. Catherine South, Fitz Jackson, has laid the blame for the illegal construction of up to 30 houses on lands adjacent to the com- excuse me, the community of Clifton in Bernard Lodge, squarely at the feet of the landowner, SCJ Holdings Limited. The land is located in the Greater Bernard Lodge development area and was the scene of a demolition exercise last week, as we know. While Prime Minister Andrew Holness has said the notorious Klansman gang, which is based in Spanish Town, St. Catherine fraudulently sold the lands to the persons who were building at the location, Jackson is insisting that SCJ Holdings is not without some blame. SCG or SCJ rather, knew this, the illegal construction, all along. Others told them. I told them, Jackson said, Tuesday in the House of Representatives. He was responding to a lengthy statement from Holness, in which the Prime Minister provided more details about the development and why some of the structures were demolished last week. According to Jackson, from the time of the illegal construction of houses started in 2021, he informed the SCJ about what was happening. Addressing the prime minister directly, Jackson said, SCJ failed to do anything about it to the point where I alerted you that SCJ has been failing and continuing to fail to do anything where a new community is springing up and I can't speak to to it because I don't know about it. That's why I go to SCJ who owns the land. It is their land. They are the government authority and it is their duty and obligation to act, added Jackson. He said he did not want anyone to imply that there was complicity on his part because I reported it to SCJ and repeated it to them again and again when nothing was happening. While Holness stated that public officials had expressed concerns about their safety amid the gang activities in the area, Jackson sought to brush that argument aside. While that might be so, being fearful, SCJ has organs of the state at its disposal. It has the investigative arm and it has the law enforcement arms. It saw the problem emerging and mushrooming and it did nothing. Well, the prime minister is also warning that police will pursue persons illegally selling land. Prime Minister Andrew Holness has warned that the security forces will be going after persons who he said have engaged in the illicit sale of both government and privately owned lands right across the country. The Prime Minister issued the warning in the House of Representatives on Tuesday while outlining the sequence of events that led to the demolition of 10 unfinished structures near the community of Clifton, in the Greater Bernard Lodge development area in st. Catherine let me ask a quick question uh, do O'Neill, let me ask a quick question and then I'll let you go do you think because I'm thinking of garrison communities in which NWC can go down there JPS can go down there FedEx can go in there UPS can go in there could it be that because these lands were being sold illegally by gang, gang, gang members or gang leaders, that they were also protected by gang leaders and that there could have been a fair to go in there. Is there any possibility of that happening? Or that being the case? Go ahead, O'Neal.
7: I'll say two things. Um, the Bernard Lodge land, and I'm not going to say there's no fear because crime is rampant in Jamaica. But the Sugar Company of Jamaica, SCJ, um, these were all lands that were sugar, F- fuck, um, old plantation sugar,
2: right? <laughs> Land.
7: slavery lands, right? Um, I don't think that the authority is going in. Um, I mean, if if the if the chairman of the SEJ walk in there by himself, then he's putting himself in danger. But going inside, the same way they sent the police and soldiers to demolish the building. They could have sent police and soldiers inside there to regulate from before. That's one. And I, one of the things I just wanted to say to talk about public and private properties being sold.
2: Yeah.
7: I just can drop one name and then close my mic Jennifer Mesado.
4: <laughs> and we will rest right there. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> ah boy. Yep, 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 yep. Almost 70 years strong. Jamaica thanks Japan for supporting coffee industry. Story courtesy of jamaica.loopnews.com. Minister of Agriculture and Fisheries, Pernal Charles Jr., has hailed Japan for almost 70 years of support to Jamaica's coffee industry. In the early 1960s, the Yu- Uishima, and I hope I did not butcher that, coffee company, became the first Japanese company to import coffee directly from Jamaica. We therefore want to say a big thank you to the people of Japan and all the Japan importers of Jamaican coffee for continuing to believe in Jamaican coffee and to demonstrate that belief through the continuous purchase of our coffee for approximately 70 years. By doing so, you have been enriching the lives of our over 5,200 Jamaican coffee farmers, most of whom produce on less than five acres in order to support their families. The minister was addressing the 35th staging of the World Specialty Coffee Conference and exhibition in Japan on Tuesday, October 11th. Also out of Jamaica, um, minister says ban on illicit music is not a restriction on free speech. The recent ban imposed by the Broadcasting Commission on Music that promotes drugs and illegal guns and other illicit activity is not intended to restrain rights to freedom of speech, but promote decency and moral standards. Minister with Responsibility for Information in the office of the Prime Minister, Robert Morgan, insisted on Wednesday. Speaking at a post-Cabinet press briefing, he said the government has a responsibility for the spaces that we control, to set the standard and set an example. There are so many other portals you can use to promote your artistic freedom, but free-to-air is accessible to every single member of our society, no matter their age, he argued. The thing about radio is, once it is on, I'm not the only one who is hearing it. It is a public facility that caters to the public, that is licensed by the government and is regulated by particular laws. So it is not about fighting crime. It is about decency and standards. The Broadcasting Commission ban includes content transmitted through radio, television or cable services, of any audio or video recording live song or speech that promotes and glorifies illicit activities such as scamming drug abuse and gun violence so the commission further advised that the transmission of any edited song that directly or indirectly promotes scamming Illegal use or abuse of drugs, illegal or harmful use of guns or other offensive weapons, jungle justice, or other form of illegal or criminal activity is also strictly uh, prohibited. I will say this. I'm, I'm greatly surprised, and I, I don't know why I should be, but I am, that uh, on TikTok, uh, many young people are actually grateful for this ban, many young people you're like really i'm shocked yeah enough of them said thank you lord this should have happened a long time now them can get back to dancing now them can get go back to um having a good time when them got danced dance because all them do is stand up and watch everybody arrive walk. yeah young people uh. yes.
15: Moments. I just a it's,
16: minority. I just. Uh, it's just least minority. I at mean, the most nice base. on Based. I'm observed. To be honest, um, because if you even kind of follow some of the, some of the, um, the media outlets, um, and you kind of, you know, just kind of get a general idea of, you know, everybody's um, you know, sentiments about the decision and so on. You realize there's more people that essentially for it than against it. But of course, you know, the, the you you are mainly <laughs> interestingly, you're just mainly hearing, or we're mainly hearing, um, you know, I would say the the, the 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 least percentage of people that are basically um opposed to it um for the most part, because you, even if if when you look at the entertainment industry as well, I mean, you really just have a handful of people that actually, I mean, speaking out against it in a sense. Um and not necessarily the majority, just based on my observation. I don't know if anybody else have a different um perspective on that, but you know, that's just based on what I've seen. So people I mean in my opinion that I think more more people essentially wanted that versus not wanting it, you know, because everybody know realised, you know, that the issue of crime, um, you know, essentially has been has continued to be um you know a a critical issue and you know the the this being you know probably one step to mitigate or to help to mitigate you know people you have more people that essentially are for it than against it based on what i've seen so yeah
7: um go um, ahead
4: go ahead go right
7: ahead yeah. yeah i just said it's two things i mean i agree with the band um i'm disappointed i hear you're crazy but i'm also disappointed with some of the critical stakeholders that i hear coming out against it so while while the one and two music fraternity people who are one and two of them are people that i have a lot of respect for as musicians and i don't know if they're coming out against it or they're just hitting out because it's hitting out well the genius said which is true art imitates life so if the (coughs) underlying elements in the country if a child grew up bedroom bully shabarangs was was made because kids were in one room and seeing their parents having sex that's what bedroom bully is my daddy was a bedroom bully right um so art imitates life so a lot of what we what these kids are singing is in a lot of instances, what they are actually experiencing every day in their life, right? But with due respect, free-to-ear, and being a media practitioner, free-to-ear media has to be the standard bearer for what makes sense. So I agree with the ban in that regard. However, beyond that, if you're the, the the terms of reference are vague because are you now going to take off cowboy and indian shows is power still going to be broadcast and is um some of these other shows and i'm not talking about netflix The netflix you have to subscribe for but some of these other shows that um show criminal activity and gun shooting are are you going to now ban these foreign shows that are on Free TV. That's my question. Mm. thank you, thank you. I do. Go I do,
4: ahead, Frazzy. Go right ahead. Yeah,
16: I do agree in terms of it being vague. Um, no doubt about that. It does. It, there's not much. Um, um, there's not much clarity in in terms of just you know how specific of a ban and to whom you know the the, the you know the the, the BC, BCJ, um, you know. You know essentially kind of indicated um basically putting it into into the context of what you're trying to accomplish in other words so if it's a case whereby you're saying that all right we're doing this because you know we're trying to 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 lessen the influence of you know certain criminal you know activities or elements or whatever it may be you know on the you know on the, the the younger generation or the younger population of jamaica then definitely of course you know i would definitely say all right you know that should also be included and basically be specifically clear um to the populace right um but but on the other hand i think that based on based on say for example the magnitude of for, of, of, of of um the, the influence thereof, of you know of, of of some of the of some of the the, the songs and well the lyrics in itself and you know essentially you know how influential you know somebody is whether it be Mali or chapa or you know you know um markets or whatever different you know the different um slangs and and, and what it's, it's very very prominent right and it's something that you know you would realize that you know it, it's being played over the airwaves every single day probably even more than you know you have people sitting and watching like a gun show you understand so it's like you, you i i look at it from like how how much are they absorbing you know of you know the, the cable tv show of power and so on versus you know the music i mean that, i mean that is jamaican for the most part that i see that as jamaican livelihood where, you know music is something where we i mean we turn on the radio like almost every single day. It's, I mean, you know, whether we're in our house or whatever, it's something that transmits everywhere we go. So it's like, I mean, the way I see it is like, you know, that's, that's something that you consider to be more so on a higher, higher um, target in a sense um, to, 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 to try and uh, pretty much regulate. And I guess, you know, I guess if that issue or that issue should be brought up where, you know, if you're trying to regulate one thing, you should also regulate other things, but I do think that, you know, in regulating this part of it is where it's, it's seen from, you know, just, just how much absorbent or how much influence, you know, it, it essentially is having or what we've seen in itself, you know, is having on, you know, on society in itself, you know, currently, right? Because, I mean, when you see it, everything now is basically about Mali scamming. Chopping, that is exactly what it's about. It's almost like, you know, almost most of these recent songs will come out to them, artists say that is all here You understand? And it seems as if, you know, that is what's basically being influenced, especially when we hear about, you know, the whole molly thing in you know, a school and all them things. there. You know? So it's like, I mean, even that you still have to take into consideration. You understand? It's like it's almost basically just being completely widespread. So it's like, all right, how do we try to mitigate? I mean, that's right. just home.
4: Um, all right. So I'm going to read some comments from the chat. Thank you so much, Prezi. Um, I wonder how much of an impact poverty, lack of education, expensive education, lack of opportunities contribute to the crime and drug use in Jamaica. Another comment, most of these songs become big over on social media all right uh thank you all for your comments on that we had a healthy conversation about it earlier this week and of course we know the debate is going to continue um we're all going to see things from different different perspectives and i think it all the, the perspectives will stem from where we are right where we are at this moment in our lives how has crime and poverty affected each one of us What impact, what role has it played? And I think that is going to um, be a determining factor in how we are going to view this um, ban, right? Um, The good thing, the good thing, there is no ban in the dance hall setting in parties, meaning you just can't hear it being promoted on, on air. But you can go into the dance and you can hear the songs there. So there is no restriction on your freedom to create and speak to what? Because a lot of times people speak or sing about what they are familiar with, what they see, right, Um, as a day to day, day in, day out for some people it's an outlet to voice their concerns not necessarily meaning that they are promoting and saying this is the right lifestyle to indulge in and i'm not saying there aren't those who say listen man this your need for do because when you look at the head coming all the way down everybody's a chopper one way or another right so the debate will continue but i gotta keep it moving because we have quite a few more stories to go through thank you everyone for your contribution. Jamaica is among countries visited by married swingers for sexploits. A couple of weeks ago, we spoke about, spoke about one country in Africa, right, uh, where they had concerns with that. Anyway, or something in that realm. Meet the married swingers who encourage each other to sleep with other people and have visited more than 20 countries for their sexploits including Jamaica. Kate Wanda, she's 37, and her husband, Darren, 47, a salesman, met 15 years ago in Sydney, Australia, and initially started dating as a monogamous couple. Well, five years into the relationship, the pair decided to open up about their different desires, ranging from career aspirations to sexual fantasies. They soon decided to identify as ethically non-monogamous, which means they communicate before having sex with others outside their marriage. I am gonna know that one. So now you're ethically non-monogamous. That's the term, folks. Ethically non-monogamous, which means you communicate before having sex with others outside your marriage. So it's no longer an open marriage, okay, or an open relationship. The adventurous couple decided to become swingers and have not looked back since. Kate and Darren enjoyed the openness of the lifestyle so much, they opened up their marriage and have since traveled the world for their romps with other men and women visiting Thailand, Japan, France, the U.S. and the U.K., among other places. They hope to break the stigma surrounding non-monogamy and swinging. Kate, who is a podcaster from Queensland, Australia, said the first time I swung, I was terrified. There is a really negative stigma surrounding the lifestyle. I thought a hairy chested dude wearing a gold chain with a bare belly was going to come out and blank me. It was nothing like that at all. There are people from all walks of life. It's like any other bar, except there are playrooms. You drink, chat to different people, and dance. Well, Kate left her high-flying corporate career as a global director of operations in 2019 and openly came out as a swinger after hiding it from the world due to a morality clause in her work contract. Darrell works in sales but says his company has been accepting of his alternative Lifestyle. The couple had their first swinging experience in a club in Sydney, Australia, and were initially apprehensive. <laughs> but I have a question: Why does your company need to know what you do in your bedroom or what you do in your sex life? Why does your, the company you work for need to know this? Is it is it a requirement that you divulge that information? Your sexual preferences, how you prefer to have sex who you prefer to have sex with what you do with you and your husband or you and your wife I didn't know that was a requirement for some corporations that there are morality clauses as it relates to your bedroom behavior I didn't know that okay then well they go to Jamaica for their sex ploys Jamaica is a destination for sex ploys they're saying our next story (laughs) you gosh! Oh yes. So Michelle says yes because it helps issues in the workplace. I'd love to hear more about that. Mm, interesting. When I went to work, I never cared what nobody want to do. Not in bedroom. Who them want to do it? How much time them want to do it? How them want to do it? I my job. My focus was on getting the job done. I didn't realize this. Mm.
8: I guess it just depends on the business that they're in.
4: <laughs> okay, hold on, let me bring Michelle up. <laughs> Michelle okay. Good morning, Michelle. Welcome to Coffee Into. <laughs> I would love to hear you expound or expand on that one for me.
14: Good morning. Can you guys hear me?
4: A little faint.
14: Is it better now?
4: Yes, I'm hearing you better now. Is everyone able to hear Michelle? Okay, go ahead, Michelle.
14: Um, yeah, it depends it depends on on the company, but uh, the two companies that I've worked for, um, law firm and pharmaceutical, it was explicitly there, and I have seen <laughs> and heard of situations where fra- fraternizing, so have you know interaction with um, uh, coworkers, right? Uh, married or single, um, and it did not work out so well, and so it created tension within the work environment. And so to avoid that, um, they do ask you to disclose whether or not you're dating someone in in the company. Um, and I can tell you it has gotten, it goes from the extreme to where it's just petty, you know, not so great breakups to serious, very, very, very serious cases of um, recently where someone took their life. Um, so it is a serious issue. While I do not agree that the workplace um, or or your employer belongs in your personal life, um, when you are at work, um, there are people that do not act so ethically and when the um the emotions of relationships get involved um people do act differently and uh, as an employer they want to protect themselves and also to pre- protect you um and while i'm on the fence with this i do see where it does serve a purpose um and i can tell you uh, the most recent case that i've i've i've, I've heard of it's just I won't even talk about it. it's really it's just heartbreaking all around um, the way it ended and it was not present your yeah.
4: mic is open i'm gonna close your mic for you okay sorry michelle go right ahead
14: yeah it was just not it was just not a a, a good outcome the person actually committed suicide okay. um yeah and it, it it is necessary just just say that you have people who fraternize and, and not think about others and you know some people can handle it right um, and then others can't and and in the in in the, in the case of emotions people just do things and sometimes they do it with others in mind and sometimes they don't okay.
1: um,
14: and in the case of this woman going out and man going out and doing what they want I, I, listen I can't tell you what to do in your bedroom nor do I want you to tell me what to do in- <laughs> um, and and I mean, I don't know if anyone's seen the case for, for years. TLC has had this uh, show on, 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 on the air of, of um, uh, Sister Wives, and they've actually created another one. So it's not a new phenomenon. What I am interested in hearing from others is whether or not, you know, taking it across the globe. That's That's the thing that kind of, like, why are you why why they want
4: to try different races different spaces they want to frolic and have fun so thank you so much michelle I, i i totally understand the fraternization on the job right and i understand the reasoning behind it but the part that i don't get is if you're not fraternizing on the job you and your husband are swingers with people who are in no way connected to your workspace Why would that be a problem? It's your, 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 whatever you're doing has is not related to the job, not related to anyone at the workforce. So why is that the issue? Because she stepped away from her corporate job because of, you know, it's an issue.
14: Yeah, but because it bleeds over. So for example, look at the case with, Oh, hold
4: on, Michelle. They're not hearing you. They're not hearing you. I'm seeing in the chat here. Everyone is saying you're very low. I think because Sorry. i have my thing turned
14: up hold on i'm hearing it you.
4: you're using bluetooth
14: no uh no i'm not okay so um take take for example the the very public case of uh nia long and her longtime fiance uh-huh. uh huh. look look at the case right he's he consensually um had sex with um a, a co-worker's spouse um and that is probably warranting for him to be dismissed um, it, it, it it's from the, the the public it's still a public a very public um, driven uh, case where as a, an employer if this goes out to the public which it's still considered a tab a, a taboo right it's still considered considered a, a taboo for you to have multiple partners it is still not something that's recognized by the status quo and so, when it comes to anything that goes um, against the status quo, that's where you see you still see a lot of employers saying, "Absolutely no, we do not want that stigma um, as, uh, associated with our brand." And so, it's, it, it comes down to a, ma- a matter of branding. I don't want that to be associated with my my my, my brand, and um, and therefore, um, you know, let us know instead of us finding out in the public that this is what you. Um, you know, this is what you do.
4: Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sum it up for everyone because everyone is saying they're still not able to hear. Thank you so much, Michelle. I appreciate your input. So the essence of what Michelle is saying, pretty much what I'm getting for it, and you can tell me, Michelle, if I'm right or if I'm wrong. What I am getting from what Michelle is saying is that morals, where people are on the scale, right? Companies are not fully um accepting of certain types of behaviors when it comes to sex they're still frowned upon some people are still living in the dark ages and feel that whatever you do in your personal life will somehow affect your business life your work life right am i on the right track is that a good um summation michelle
14: I I would say the brand, right? And then it also
4: affects the company's brand. It can affect the company's brand. And Michelle made reference to the case of Nia Long and her seven-year partner. Well, the partner she was engaged to for seven years. And him having a consensual relationship with the wife of one of the owners. All right? So thank you so much michelle appreciate your input gotta keep it moving oops time is running out on me yeah but um so it's a thing sexploits okay um people want to swing people want to stay committed to each other but they just want to sample the buffet line right you know you're walking in the mall and they're putting these platters in front of you for you to try the different things so people want the best of both worlds and for them this couple, they, they want to take it globally. They're trying to destigmatize um, swingers or swinging the swinging lifestyle, and their their idea is that it's not what as bad as y'all think. Let us be who we want to be. You do what you want to do. Let us let what how we enjoy ourselves not affect how you enjoy yourselves. I, I guess that's the ultimate message, all right? And on to Trinidad and Tobago for our last story out of Caribbean Corner. Labor Ministry to review minimum wage legislation. The Labor Ministry said it will be reviewing several pieces of labor legislation, including the Minimum Wages Act. In an update... The ministry listed several takeaways from Minister Stephen McClash's budget presentation, which includes a review of labor legislation, including the Maternity Protection Act, Minimum Wages Act, Industrial Relations Act, and the Retrenchment and Severance Benefits Act. Currently, the national minimum wage is set at TNT $17.50 per hour or $2,800 per month per 40 hour week all right so what is the conversion for us to trini anybody know to tnt dollar anybody know if you know please let me know i'd love to see how that works out um out of the caribbean corner sorry out of the latin american corner united nations considers haiti sanctions targeting gang leader barbecue the united nations security council is considering creating a sanctions regimen to impose an asset freeze travel ban and arms embargo on anyone who threatens the peace security or stability of Haiti. this is according to a draft resolution reported by several news agencies the story courtesy of al jazeera news the first person to be sanctioned would be jimmy Cherizier and I'm not I know I'm butchering his last name please forgive me Jimmy but he goes by the nickname Barbecue and is is described in the United States and Mexico drafted resolution as one of Haiti's most influential gang leaders Cherizier and his G9 gang confederation are actively blocking the free movement of fuel from the Veru fuel terminal His actions have directly contributed to the economic paralysis and humanitarian crisis in Haiti. Our next story takes us over to the Dominican Republic as they're cracking down at the border amid the Haiti chaos. As Haiti rapidly spirals into chaos, its island neighbor, the Dominican Republic, has responded with crackdowns on migrants and a military buildup the government claims will guarantee border security. But some fear those moves will only deepen long-existing xenophobia against Haitian migrants and harm both nations' economies. On Sunday, Dominican President Luis Abinader announced the country's biggest purchase of military gear since 1961. Six helicopters, 10 aircraft, 21 armored vehicles, and four anti-riot trucks. If international troops are sent in response to an appeal by Haiti's government for help against the gangs, we would close and block the border. It is very dangerous for the integrity of the Dominican Republic to receive asylum seekers in the country, he said in a press conference. Dominican officials also announced that they would consider even greater migratory controls on the Haitian border, in the future tensions have long simmered between the two nations which share a more than 240 mile border on the island of hispaniola and our last story out of the latin american corner thousands wait in colombian town on track to reach the darien gap and of course we know the darien gap you have to you can only take on foot It is treacherous, as we've spoken about several times, where people go through this path to try, you know, all to take that journey to the U.S.-Mexico border. Thousands of migrants and refugees are waiting in a town in northwest Colombia for boats to take them across the Gulf of Uraba, where they will trek through a treacherous jungle on their way to the United States. This is according to Colombia's Human Rights Ombudsman when speaking with Al Jazeera News. The group, which Colombian government officials have called a humanitarian crisis, has gathered at Nicole. I'm not sure how you pronounce this. Is it Niko Kli, an obligatory stop in the journey towards the Darien Gap between Colombia and Panama? The migration crisis this year is far more serious than last year, Ombudsman Carlos Camargo said on Wednesday, citing the greater number of people attempting to make the journey as well as their precarious economic condition. He said approximately 9,000 migrants and refugees, most of whom are from Venezuela, are currently in the small town and those are our stories from the caribbean corner latin american corner gonna take one quick break here and then when we return it is believe it or not stories Thank you to all of our listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. And thank you to everyone listening online at Janoradio.com. Mm-hmm. Truly appreciative of everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me. You're listening to Coffee and Toe, World News On The Go, every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. freestyle Friday and in the Friday mix we are listening to afro beats and ama piano
2: this is too deep.
4: Follow me on Twitter at me media moments on Instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and on TikTok moments with me media and the mean everything is M I. I'm going to go ahead and jump right into the Believe It or Not stories. A British man who sexually abused his dog for years has been convicted of 24 charges, you know what, including pedophilia. A British man is behind bars after being convicted of sexually abusing his pet dog for years and attempting to arrange the abuse of children, among other things. Authorities learned of Douglas Moore's crimes after they came across sickening footage of a dog being subjected to both physical and sexual abuse complex reported. The content of the video was so disturbing that senior officers at the Metropolitan Police were informed and a warrant was issued to arrest its owner. Moore, who is 34, attempted To delete all evidence of his wrongdoing but luckily officers were able to arrest the manchester man in november 2021 and rescue the pet dog according to the publication Moore is no longer allowed to own animals and will be on the sex offenders register for life that's sickening i'm sorry that's just sickening our next story jury finds officer juan de la cruz who fatally shot pamela turner not guilty. A jury in Texas has found the officer who shot Pamela in 2019, not guilty of these charges. On May 13, 2019, Juan de la Cruz showed up at the Brixton apartment complex at around 1040 p.m. De la Cruz was on patrol at the apartment where he also lived, police said. While patrolling, he saw Turner, who he is familiar with, and called Turner and tried to arrest her. After a struggle took place, De La Cruz used a taser on Turner. Police claim that when De La Cruz tried to handcuff Turner, she allegedly grabbed the taser and shocked him with it. Police claim that's when De La Cruz was prompted to use his gun. He then shot Turner several times. Police say the officer allegedly tried to resuscitate her, but she died at the scene. On Tuesday... A jury gave De La Cruz a not guilty verdict after being charged with aggravated assault by a public servant. Pamela Turner's killing was a tragedy for her family and community. Bringing excessive use of forced charges against an officer is always difficult and uncomfortable. Harris County District Attorney Kim Ogg said on Tuesday, We respect the jury's verdict. I do not. Sorry, I don't. So, you know the person... You show up at the apartment complex at 10.40 p.m. You're on patrol. You also live there, right? You saw Turner, who you're familiar with. You called Turner and tried to arrest her. What I don't understand is what was the reason for the arrest? Why were you arresting her? That's question number one, which I don't have an answer to. After a struggle took place, De La Cruz used a taser on Turner. She got a hold of the taser and used it back on you. You pulled out your gun? Why didn't you get off of her? That's all I'm going to ask. Why didn't you get up off of her? You go from a taser to a gun. What was she doing to quantify your needing to arrest her? You know her. You live in the same place. I am assuming that Turner lived there also because you're familiar with her. How did it get to that point from seeing her to arresting her, then from tasing her to killing her? Yeah, I don't believe you tried any um resuscitation measures. <sighs> Boutique owner. In Long Island charged after investigation finds she's been selling fake luxury items <laughs> something is off Oh yeah something is really off. but I'm gonna get back to it so let me just do this one wrap up on air and then I'll be right back with you Clubhouse. so a New York boutique owner has turned herself in after she was caught scamming customers out of their money by selling counterfeit clothing and other items During an 18-month-long investigation, authorities dug deep into 31-year-old Castelli's boutique business called Lenny's Boutique. They discovered Castelli made thousands of fake counterfeit labels and placed them on cheap clothing and then boosted the price. We're going to talk a little bit more about (laughs) this one when I get back, but I just need to go ahead and wrap up on air so thank you all clubhouse for your patience thank you to all of our listeners who are logged on and who are listening and on the quality music zone qmzradio.com remember for quality music while you work or play to help you get through your day log on to qmcradio.com and thank you to everyone listening online on jano radio.com. download the jano radio app j-a-h-k-n-o available in your apple and google play stores and of course i have to give a huge thank you to everyone here with me on clubhouse this is where the conversation happens i'm moments with me and you were listening to coffee and toe world news on the go remember we do this every monday through friday 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern This is where I read the news and we share our views. Always great conversation, shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. Whatever you do, wherever you go, I do ask you this one favor, that you please be safe. Have yourselves a wonderful weekend. Hit that reset button. Do something you enjoy. Take care good care of yourselves have a wonderful day and a wonderful wonderful weekend this is moments with me signing out of qmzratedcom and johnno radio.com clubhouse i'll be right back with you